Solid State Radio. SolidStateRadio.net. I am your host, Adam the Goat Boy Luthi, and in studio with me is my co-host, Gator Grant. Hi. It's been a minute. It's been a little while. We're trying to figure things out. Yes. Sometimes we get them. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I've got it all figured out. It sounds good. I'm um, sound. Yeah, it's not so bad. Um, I mean... We've done worse. Yes. That that is a guarantee. A hundred percent. Um no, I don't wanna do that. I just wanna go there and share it. Like, come on, Facebook, you know what I like to do every single time. <laughs> it's easier when you just go, Oh yeah, these are the places that you always share it. We'll just put those at the top <laughs> because we know that's what you do. <laughs> and yet no, we're gonna we're gonna put this one up here. This is a group that you joined uh, 15 years ago. That, yeah, that uh, you've never looked at again. No, but you thought was kind of cool at that time in your you know early 20s. <laughs> yeah, basically that's kind of the way it goes. There's no question there. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see here. No, we want you Share to it. put it on the uh, sure now the Johan Franzen fan page. That's the. <laughs> I'd be lying if I said I hadn't tried to do that once. <laughs> Red Wings memorabilia swap. <laughs> Open for discussion, boys. Woo! What's up? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, there we go. I have it all. Everything is posted. Um, we're in there. <laughs> think, um, think about if you made the Johan Franzen fan page. Share though. the link to your live video moderators. It'll open in live producer for easy access. Anyone want to be a moderator? <laughs> I will pass that responsibility now. <laughs> Take it. Take you it. can have it. It's yes. fine. You want to put this on your resume? Right. Like you interned at a local radio station. Doesn't have to be anything more than that. Yep. Absolutely. We got you. 100%. Anybody at Central magically listening, because that's a broadcast <laughs> school for some reason. Some reason, yeah. Yeah. If it's made it up to Central, hey, <laughs> I need a hand, because I suck at this. <laughs> yeah, no, you get plenty of experience. You can you can do all the little twerks and tweaks that you like, and I'll tell you what, if we get a bump in likes and everything, I mean, you'd make Sean happy. I might even throw you a 20. Yeah. Like, maybe a 10 spot. Yeah, maybe, you know. I, I, I'll I throw you 20. You get me 100 more views, I'll throw you 20. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And yeah. You, know, you bump up the ratings for the station or whatever, by being the, the best moderator that you could possibly be. Exactly. You Doing want that, that responsibility? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, I'll make sure that Sean writes you a glowing review. Yeah, we'll put you on the website. Yeah. I don't know how I got on there, but I'm on that website. Yeah, 100%. I never asked for it, I, but I'll I'm just, on there. I'll talk to Sean directly, and I'll be like, Sean, you are, you know, you're the man. Write this person a yeah. glowing review, and trust me, he, he's very well written. So He is. He knows how to make you sound <laughs> really good. First, yes. Read the website. Hold on. <laughs> we'll check this out, because you guys will sit there and go, holy crap, this guy actually knows what he's doing. Um, let's see here. SolidStateRadio.net. 
because I know that's the website. Why? Because I put it in the thing every single time. Now on air, open for discussion. Surprisingly solid advice. Lies. We know that's not true. <laughs> Surprisingly solid advice. Here we go. Shows. We'll read it. Why not? We've not. I don't think we've ever done this. No? Are we pitching everybody's thing? No, I'm not going to read everyone's. Oh, he's going to pitch ours? Yeah. yeah screw right, everyone right. else. <laughs> Middays with Strabo. Morningwood. Eddie Fury. I don't even know who Eddie Fury is. No, we haven't really paid attention to what's going on around yeah, here. Yeah, I don't know everything anymore. No. <laughs> Let's see here. Where's oh, We used to be on page one. We're not on page one anymore, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know why. But we're we got bumped. <laughs> we got bumped. <laughs> but we have probably the coolest logo out of everybody. Oh, absolutely. Let's see here. Solid advice from a guy who's made enough bad decisions to last a lifetime. <laughs> Adam the Goat Boy Luthy takes time out of his busy schedule to save your Sundays from boredom with his trusty sidekicks, Rose and Gator. Little dated. It's uh, been like a year. I uh Sean didn't write this. Okay. <laughs> someone else wrote that. Oh. That someone might be me. <laughs> oh, right on. Open for discussion. Hits questions posted in online forums and from listeners with down-to-earth, earnest, or flat-out vicious and callous responses. Move over, Delilah. This is a discussion-based show with a bite. Suck it! <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, right? Yeah, except for the rose part. She's not here anymore. Uh, it's, uh, it's dated. It's a bit dated. <laughs> a dated. Oh, look at that photo. It's when the desk actually looked halfway decent. <laughs> it does not look like that uh, anymore. No, not really. Let's see here. Let's find. Oh, Dan Gator Grant, because he had to put in my government name. Yeah. Which is not true. The co-host of Open for Discussion that we actually trust to push buttons and run the board. The guy most likely to fix the tech stuff that the rest of us screw up. And the person on the show who actually pays attention to our social media. Yeah. I used to. <laughs> used to not so much anymore oh, not saying that i'm not willing to what i'm saying is i cost money <laughs> i have value in this world and i am willing to ask for it now so deal with it uh let's see here let's go back to uh mr luthy eh? oh yeah let's see here where are you there you are <laughs> wow that's an old photo yes it is mine too though yeah like i did not realize i was a big boy then I'm still a big boy, but I'm not that big anymore. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Solid State Radio's former resident drunk Casanova, because now he is sober. <laughs> <laughs> President and sole member of the Don Kelly fan club and stunt double for the front man of some 41. Luthy hosts our advice show open for discussion against our better judgment. Obviously, he's probably one of the more like actual good advice givers on the station he might be he might actually be a wholesome human being in comparison to the rest of us let's be real here well, listen, i've heard your heathens like you heathens talk about yeah different advice. Yeah. yeah yeah no we're assholes <laughs> like there's a different you're genuinely a nice person I may sound I like it in cry. moments, but there are plenty of other times I'll sit there and go, I thought he was supposed to be the nice one. <laughs> I don't even think I'm genuinely a nice person. You're just not an active asshole all the time. Yeah, I, know, I keep that yeah. in my head. Yeah, you just you just <laughs> like, you know, filter that crap out. Yeah, I give thoughts. up. I don't nah, care. Um, let's see here. In addition to his own show, he also serves as emergency fill-in 
Adam on the Armchair Athletes, which is not a show anymore. <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> Whenever Hairhawk needs a day off or Sean needs somebody to talk baseball with. That, I believe, still happens. Baseball is still the your baseball, realm. Baseball is definitely my realm. Right. Now, hockey somewhat hockey's a mixed bag basketball is going well right you've gotten really into basketball <laughs> I, thanks might, to uh some betting <laughs> i might be the most uh you might pay more person. attention to the pistons than anybody in this station right now on this station i probably know more about the nba out of everybody here. i would assume so yes because um i'm guessing that the rest of them are a lot like me where i don't give a damn well because like I know so much about baseball because I followed baseball for so many years, and mm-hmm. I know the caliber of all the players and all the teams and all that stuff. That like it just transfers knowledge. I don't watch podcasts on baseball. I don't watch. Anything you don't need to. I don't need to. You can form your it. own opinion because you know these things. I watch so much basketball news. <laughs> uh, Brittany Brittany Marie says, "Hey stranger, I hope you've been well. We have." We've been fantastic, if you've not noticed from the um, excitement and enthusiasm in my voice. Yes. It is not a play. It's not that I've been absolutely exhausted all day and feel like being on the show and having total excitement and fun and exciting. That's also a shitload of sarcasm because I've been exhausted all freaking day. But it's okay. I can put on a face. We're good. I'm fantastic. Call me Mr. Bombastic. Yeah. That's right. No. Should we read another person's? Just because this is now fun for me. Oh, okay. I mean, if you want to. Name a person. Name a person? Yes. Let's, I'm let's, a, let's, Sean's got his own profile. I let's believe do he Sean. does. All right, let's find Sean Cantwell, program director and show host. Big boy on the block. Let's see here. Oh, that's a big one. Here we go. There's really only one rule at Solid State Radio. Never tell our PD, program director, you can drink him under the table. He will immediately accept your challenge. And let's just say that gallon bottle of Jameson in our studio isn't just a decorative set piece. That's decoration? Well, I think the Jameson's I gone because they drank now. that yeah. like, a long time There's ago. There's <laughs> a black and white up there, but nobody wants to drink that garbage. I mean, they have. That doesn't mean they wanted to. <laughs> uh, the dude who is more or less in charge of this fine mess we call Solid Makes State Radio. Sense. You can find him driving Adam up a wall weekly or wall weekday afternoons on happy hour. Oh, what do you know? That's that the real updated. show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, bringing you the news weekday mornings with the morning wood. Bringing you the best new music weeknights on soundcheck bringing you even more music saturday mornings and putting out fires elsewhere as needed we're really not sure when he sleeps or if yes he does i'm aware of when he sleeps are you yes because that's usually when i try to text him to say ah shit's broken (laughs) (laughs) um or if when he's not here you'll most likely find him in a dimly lit bar somewhere yelling at the tv during a tigers or wings game or at home with his far too patient wife and two cats who mostly roll their eyes at him wow that's been updated because it is his wife now yes um and that dimly lit bar that's cascaden yeah yeah cascaden 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 yeah um Add in the Lions in there as well, because he is a big football buff. Yeah, well, I mean, when you talk about, like, the the Tigers, the Red Wings, and so on and so forth, I mean, it's really difficult to be angry at the Tigers because they just suck. So, uh, you know. Yeah, I don't how, know. How, how much investment, like, how, like, that's an interesting question. Let's let's play off that. Nicholas like, Michael Hickox, hi. 
I don't know who you are, but hello. hello. Okay. So, like, if you if you want to talk about that, let's let's go with that. Like, we talk about sports or whatever. I'm putting a link in there. I was trying to like your post, but now you made me go to a different page. Do you? <laughs> don't do that to me while I'm on the air. Do you? Can you get mad at a oh, bad team? He's a Grand Rapids artist. Awesome. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, this is not really the show to promote it. Um, I mean, you can hang out. That's cool. But we don't really, like, if we're going to listen to music, odds are we're probably going to make fun of it. Just saying, we're really good at that part. But we're also, we're <laughs> mu- we're, we're musicians ourselves. We've done, we've played in different things, been in bands, played musical instruments, all that. And so we are ones that would listen. But this is a talk show. But this is a talk show. And not only that, but if we listen, we're going to rip it apart. I mean, we love promoting local music, but I like to leave that to the guys that are in, good at promoting, yeah, promoting local music. Good at local, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. good at it. We're not we're really good, good at, at giving shit anything. advice half the time. It's fun for us. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But um, you're more than welcome to come hang out. That's absolutely. that's cool, man. You can chill. Uh, wow, Facebook bleeps out my words too. It's great. Oh, fantastic! I know. <laughs> so. No, but seriously, like, we talk about that. Let's talk about that. When you talk about sports teams, is it possible yeah. to be mad at, like, the truly awful sports teams? Yes. You think so? I think you're allowed to get mad at them. I mean... I don't think they care, but I think you're allowed to be mad well, at well, them. Well, let me change that. Let me change this, okay? Let okay. me change this. I think you can get mad, but, like, when you're watching a game, can you get mad at the truly awful sports team, like, in-game, at the players, and so on and so forth? Yes. You think so? I think so. There, there's an emotional investment when it comes to being a fan. Okay. All right. No, no, no. Go ahead. And, yeah, and it's, it's simply like, I'm not going to get mad at you because, like, I'm your boss. Like, that's not where you get to be mad. Okay. But you get to be mad when, like, say the Lions are in the NFC Championship game. Oh, yeah? Okay. And, uh-huh. and a player has caught this specific pass yeah. 94% of the time in the regular season. That's a pretty high accuracy rate. 100%. The yep, complete, yeah. Like, that's the play you run, right? right yeah. 94% well, I get completion. This I, is what we do. I'm on board. Yeah. You drop that pass. No. I get to be upset with you because you didn't do your job. Are they a bad team? No. Then this doesn't fit the argument. Oh, that's true. Well, they're a perennial <laughs> bad team. They are a perennial this bad is, team. This, this is, is the different. one this year that we got to actually yeah, have hope, okay? Now, had that been in a different year, yes, you're allowed to get mad as well because it's just brutal. But you have to allow yourself to get mad at yourself first. All right. Let me let me just let's, let's be specific right Calling now. Calling you out, Browns fans. Let's be specific. <laughs> okay. So, so in game right now, yes, you know, like last night the Pistons lost to the Magic, right? It came shocker. down pretty close, right? Right. Well, shocker, who cares? Right? Yeah. Sorry. No, no. Seriously. In Detroit, who cares? Who cares? Right. That's your attitude. Right. Can you be mad at them? Because I don't care. Like, can I personally be mad at Just them? Just in general, can you be mad at them because they lost? Right. Like they lost the. the but close are game you the are end. you asking like the general public or are you asking me? It's a concept. Okay. Um, I cannot. Because I have no investment in this team. Sure. I have no, like, I haven't spent time to watch them. I haven't looked them up to pay attention. And in all honesty, I could give two rips about Detroit basketball. Like, I don't actually care. And so, no, I'm not allowed to get mad at them because I don't sit there and go, oh, you're failing to represent our, our city or our state and yeah. this and that. Like, no. I'm not a diehard Michigan, like, any professional team for Michigan. I'm going to root for them. Eh, sure. Probably not. I'm one of those weird people and one of those, like, everybody can hate on me, but it's like, dude, I love the Lakers. 
You like the Lakers? I do. I like the Lakers. I like know it's Lakers. terrible. I know. It's like people liking the Yankees, right? It is. Yeah. yeah. I've always liked the Lakers. The basketball Yankees, yeah. I know. I've always liked them. It's one of those teams that I've always just been drawn to. I don't know why. I don't have a good reason why. I mean, because they win perpetually. Because they're good. <laughs> they're good, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just they're a good team, and it is what it is. And so, like, when LeBron Lakers. went to the Lakers, you were very excited. oh, my God, I was like, oh, he's going there. He's going to doubt. This is great. I mean, I love Bron, but, you, know. uh, you can, People that hate on Bron, you hate him because you ain't him, all right? He's just that good. Get over it. Freak of nature. He's 40 he years is. old. He's putting up still all-star numbers. Exactly. He's 40 years old playing like he's prime LeBron. <laughs> it's disgusting. Okay? Get over it. He's better than any talent you've ever seen. So the the rumors on him is that he's possibly going to retire next year. You know, he wants to play one year with the son. Right. That's right. always been what we've thought, is that he wanted to play one year with Bronny, and then that was it. But, like, honestly, at this point, and, and he deserves to retire because people deserve to retire, right? Right. Like, but just, why would you if you're still an elite player? Wouldn't you try to push it? Like, wouldn't you go to, like, your 55? Because I feel like there's no slowing down for this man. It doesn't seem like it yet. He's because we thought five years ago his body was starting to break. Because yeah. he was kept having ankle injuries, which is what the precursor sure, is. Yeah. That everyone goes, ah, ankle injuries. Yeah, your legs are on the way out. This happens. Mm -hmm. You're like 35. Get over it, buddy. Here we go. Can we talk about how he and KD are just a freak? They're, they're, they're nuts. Yeah. The fact that KD is still able to play at the level he is after tearing <laughs> everything and having chicken <laughs> legs yeah. is beyond me. Oh, and putting up career <laughs> numbers. Yeah, it's year. it's one of those yeah. those guys like people. You you have to understand that when it comes to athletes in today's sports, like the longevity that they can have is astounding compared to what we're used to. And what you need to like, you guys love to look at dominance in short periods, but you were looking over the body of somebody's career. Name a team that LeBron went to that was not dominant. Like, if you can, it's like, what, year one when he went back to Cleveland? Oh, wait, never mind. No, they were dominant. I mean, the only team that you can make an argument for was the original Cleveland team, and it was dominant still just because of him. Right. <laughs> he was a rookie that took them to the playoffs <laughs> yeah. and smoked people. Yeah. Where you couldn't stop the man but from driving the paint. It was incredible. I digress. I digress. But, yeah, yeah your Lakers fandom's weird. Uh, I know. It's I just a strange thing. Just... But – no, if you're not invested in the team, you don't get to get upset with them. Okay, like, you just don't. So, here's here's the thing, right? Like, so, when I think about baseball, okay, right. we go back, uh, let's go back into the years, the good years. We'll go with Verlander, Scherzer, you know, So, like, 2008, sure. 2007. 2008, 2012, okay. something like that. Okay, right around you there. You know, in, in that ballpark, you, you got all these guys, and then you got Ryan Rayburn out there. Right. Doing Ryan Rayburn things. Yeah, doing Ryan Rayburn <laughs> things, yeah. You get mad because yes. Ryan Rayburn doesn't catch that. He doesn't shag that fly ball that should have yeah, easily he's happened. Not like the, he's not on the same caliber as the rest of the team. You know, watching Nick Castellanos just fumble around at third base like an idiot. I will never get on the Castellanos train. I know a lot of people in Detroit did for a while, but I never saw potential in that man. I, I do. Uh, but I know. I know, but I don't. <laughs> I would have saw more potential in him if we were able to move him from third base sooner. Maybe I would have that liked would have to have put him to first base. I think he'd be an excellent first baseman. Yeah, that's potential. You know. I just, eh, 
Even putting him in right field, like, if you would have done that earlier. If you would have, I mean, okay, if you would have taken him off from being a position player, like, if you, you would have taken, I think DHing would have fit him a lot better. I think DHing is where he's headed because he has no defensive ability. It's very hard That's to argue I mean. like, a young player, though. I don't, it is hard to argue because they can develop that, you know, the, 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 glove ability in philly he does okay out in the outfield i don't care i know you don't care but and i I don't care either for all intents and purposes but here's here's the deal this is the only reason i bring up castellanos is you know at the time when he was over there fumbling around at third base trying to figure it out you're just like why do you suck so bad you're supposed to be the future right yeah you're angry right you're mad you're like oh that castellanos is a fucking bum right exactly why (laughs) don't we trade this dude get rid of him you're angry and you're upset and that makes sense because you got a team that's either winning or on the cusp of winning or there's some sort of potential that's that's that one piece that could bring everything together and make it work all right now you take last year for example like okay last year tigers so on and so forth okay javi bias everyone hates javi that's fine i understand it he was not my choice but it is what it is. Yeah, he wasn't anybody's choice as far as I'm concerned. But am I? do I get angry when Javi screws up? Do I? I don't know. Do you? No. Why? Because they suck. Like, okay. it doesn't matter. What Javi does or doesn't do doesn't matter because they're in a place right now yeah. where they can't win regardless. So I don't care. Okay. I want to see potential. Like, I want to see Mize come up and pitch. Right. I want to see Green just be a hell of an outfielder. And, torque and, just you know, tear torque, it up. Torque, tear it up. I want to see these guys with potential reach their potential. But even when they screw up, I don't get mad. I get frustrated a little bit because, you know, I, I want to see them grow and I want to see them develop. Right. That's it. You know, I can't get mad at the younger rookie players. Now, when I sit there and I see a veteran talent like Javi Baez, who's supposed to be like the star of a team, He's not a star, for one, and he's a star of a team that sucks. So it means nothing to me. I don't care. So I find it difficult. This is what I'm getting at. I find it difficult to get mad. You know, the fact that the Pistons lost last night. I'm invested in basketball. I'm very invested in Cade. I'm very invested in Ivy. And I'm very invested in Duran because I think that they're very strong, talented players. Okay. Where there's a huge ton of potential, especially in Cade and Duran. Okay. I'm excited. I want to see what happens. I wish they would build a team around them, but I cannot get mad at that team at the end of the day. Because they're the worst team in basketball history. Yeah, but when they screw screw things up, I can't get mad at them. Ah. I can't get mad at the players. I don't get mad at that. I'm mad at the organization because they're failing as an organization. It's like the Lions. I don't care about Dominic Rayola being the worst center, (laughs) whatever, that, you know. Yeah. Well, we don't have him anymore. Yes. So that's okay. That was a long time ago. That was a while ago. But that's but you know yeah. what I'm saying. Like I right, didn't care right, about right. that because the you Lions gonna win sucked. It. Yeah. it didn't matter. Well, so. and it was it was what was it? Two years ago we talked because or two or three years ago. Sure. Um, when we were doing the when Dan Campbell came to Detroit. Yeah. Okay. And I I I loved. Dan Campbell from, from the day one. Like, yeah, so you, I, uh, I came in here going, holy crap, and, yeah. this guy's so much fun. Okay? Sure. I was I was amped up about this dude from the get-go. And it was always one of those, like, are you sure he's going to be good? I was like, no, I'm not sure. But yeah. it's going to be exciting to find out. 
And it and was, I gave you that. Right. Yes. It was like, I don't know, but it will be fun to find sure, out sure. if he's actually worth his merit or not. And I remember telling you, I don't care if the team wins. Yes. I want to see the young players develop. That's what I yes. wanted to see. You know, I wanted to see guys like um, – like St. Brown get better. Yes. Uh, Malcolm Rodriguez, if he was going to get any better. Aiden, huge. Yeah. Like, you wanted to see these guys develop and see what happened. And it was one of those year after year, you were like, ooh, this is exciting. Yes, because, I mean, that's that's the problem. And that's the, the issue with, like, the Pistons overarching is that you've got these great young talent yeah. that's unable to develop. They're not developing as players. That's the scary part is if you have future – is the future building or is it staying stagnant? Because if the future is staying stagnant, then it's I don't look at it going, well, we got the wrong players. That's no. not what I look at. That's an organization. Except that's a coaching thing, and the coaches are picked by the organization. And so it's okay, do you not have the people to develop these people? Because if that's the case, go find them. Yeah. Because they're out there. Like and the idea that Alan Trammell is in Lakeland working with Colt. Fantastic. Sure. One of the greatest second basements to ever play. But do you think that, you know, back in the day when Lou was still Lou, do you think that Javi would have actually paid attention to Lou? No. Not a chance. No. But do you think Colt is sitting there going, dude, I'm going to pick this dude's brain until there's nothing left? Yes, because there's a difference between Javi and Colt. 100%. Colt's a rookie that just needs to learn, and yes. he's learning from one of the greatest. And you'll take whatever you can to help right. get into the organization. Help me, please. Javi has already had a full-on career, he and has. he isn't going to learn crap. because no, he doesn't have to change because he's already, he's already getting paid. Done. Yeah. Yeah. But, but regardless, like I said, when, when you get into that, it gets very interesting to me because, you know, in Sean's bio or whatever, he talks about yelling at the, the Tigers and the Red Wings on TV. I can't yell at the Tigers. There's nothing to yell at about. There was back in the day. There was back in the day. Right now, Back no. when they were good. But now, you know, now it's just you look at it and go, yeah. I, I will say this. In this moment right now, if it's a bottom of the ninth inning and Riley Green or Spencer Torkelson is up to bat and it's two outs and your winning run or tying run is on third and you're the winning run at the plate and you watch strike three, I still get to get mad at you. Yeah. That's just because you suck as a player. <laughs> and I don't like that mind. Oh, like, my goodness. I don't like it. I don't like it. You could be the greatest hitter in all of baseball. And I will still look at you and go, oh, you ain't worth crap, dude. <laughs> you ain't worth crap. How do you watch that? <laughs> How? I wonder, if it's like a, I wonder if it's like a 105. It's coming in at 105. Don't care. Don't, don't watch care. it. What if it's a wonky curveball? Don't just, care. You know. If it's close, <laughs> I would rather see you swing and miss. If you swing and miss. Even if it's like a Cephas pitch? Don't care. Like a knuckleball? Don't care. Swing and miss. That's fine. Act like you're trying to protect or something. Uh, okay. But to just watch strike three? <laughs> Like, just watch it go by you. Like, um, here it comes. Oh, that was nice. I, I, like, I can do that sitting in my lawn chair. Like, I can watch Strike 3. You know why? Because I suck. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. This is your high horse. Uh, Not a high horse. Simple high baseball. Horse. Um, Simple 
baseball. High horse. You think Mike Trout watches strike three on the bottom of the ninth? Probably. No. I bet you he does. I bet you he swings and at least foul tips the darn thing. I bet you he's watched. Or he throws his back out, swinging yeah, as hard back. as he could. That's fine too. The it's effort's out for the rest there. of the season. I'm on board. <laughs> but like, you're either out the rest of the season for trying, or you're out sitting down, going, "Well, I could have swung." <laughs> no. Nah. Uh, all I'm saying, okay, all I'm saying is, is that you know, when you talk about that or whatever, it gets interesting. I think that you got a couple teams now that are at a point where you can get angry because they have promise. Like the Red Wings now. You, you're allowed to get angry because that team's being put together quite well. But, like, I like to take a look at, like, the, the current state of the Pistons and the former state of the Lions. I think okay. those are two of the best things. Possibly the former state of the Tigers. Because I think the Tigers are getting there to the point where you can start getting angry. We'll because, see after this season. Yes, absolutely. But they have a new organization. They so do, but if they're not in at least second in the AL Central, does it really matter? I there's too much question marks with that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying, but like I'm not seeing that they have to win the central because that's that's a tall task. Can we task. just say competitive? They need to be like if they're in third yeah. in the central, but they're only down by like two games. That's fair. I'm I'm on board. Yeah, because two games you might as well call that the same. And that's that's what I'm saying. But if they're like in last by 15 yeah, games yeah, by the end Kansas of the season, yeah, who them? gives yeah, a no, crap? No, I get you. But yeah, new organization. So I'm I'm trying to put that a little different. But when you start talking about like those games or those teams, which is bad organizations, I got to a point. I don't I don't care about what Riola did. I don't care if Hanson missed the kick. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. Because the Lions suck and right. it was an organizational problem. So, it's not like you missing that block was going to win you the Super Bowl. Yeah. But uh, making that catch, yeah, that yeah. could have won you a Super Bowl. And that's that's the difference. That's I the think, frustration. I think there's a tier. I you think gave a, me hope. I think there's a tier list. I think once your team is give me hope and rip it out of my hands <laughs> like that. I think once your team's good or on the cusp of doing something or are great or whatever, then yes, yes, you get mad and you have that right and you do that. But yeah. I think when your team sucks in general and it's an organizational problem. I don't know. You get mad. You just kind of look at it and go, yeah, par for the course, shit team. This is it, right? Yeah. Like, all you Cleveland fans, I feel your pain. <laughs> I know what it's like where you're sitting there going, what do we do? Nothing. You can't. <laughs> you go hire a Dan Campbell. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah, that man, man, love that dude. <laughs> love the energy. I'm on board. We're going to take a break. You guys listen open for discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this, so stick around. Solid State Radio, your alternative for local talk, local sports, and local music. The Sessions Concert Series is a great way to get up close and personal with the bands I play on Sessions. Another show is on its way with three bands you need to see live. Saturday, April 13th, come out to the Hitchin' Post in Lapeer. There you'll see Blue Sky, Mad Bastardson, and Attaboy. I'll be there as your MC. No tickets to buy, no cover charge, just come in and celebrate Michigan-made music. The Post is located at 1636 Emily City Road in Lapeer. This is a 21 and over show. Saturday, April 13th, starting at 8 p.m. Support local music. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea, 
or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Hey, it's the Goat Boy from Open for Discussion, a show where we give the best and worst unsolicited advice. Every week, we ask our audience questions and scour the internet for funny, relatable, and thought-provoking advice that we break down. Ever wanted to know if you're the a-hole in a situation? We got you covered. Join Gator and I every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. for witty banter, insightful conversation, and a general hodgepodge of a good time. Only on SolidStateRadio.net. You can now use your Alexa device to listen to Solid State Radio. Find the Solid State Radio skill in the Alexa app, and she will hook you up with your local alternative fix. Hey, Alexa, play Solid State Radio. Playing Solid State Radio. This is a game changer. This is going to blow things up. Self-destruct mode engaged in 5, 4, 3. No, wait, Alexa, cancel. Just one more way you can enjoy your local alternative, Solid State Radio. Alexa, you crazy around and find out. Are you tired of your project getting outsourced to contractors and subcontractors? Well, these are the sounds of a job well done, and that's what you can expect from Accurate Exteriors. Tony and his team will work with you one-on-one from the estimate all the way to the finished product. Whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, still have doubts? Check out their five-star ratings. Trust me, they can do it. They also have financing available. Give them a call for a free estimate at 810-394-2597. As I look around the studio and see things hanging on the wall, all the things that we're proud of and that we've done here in the studio and for the community, and I think to myself, how is it Trish does this? Trish over at Hall of Frames does an amazing job. So one day we went over and asked her, Trish, what is it? How do you see these things? She said, it's simple. If you're proud of it, frame it. And that is what she founded her business on. You'll find Hall of Frames at 392 West Nepissing, Suite 3, Downtown Lapeer. Telephone number 810-660-7874. That's 810-660-7874. When was the last time you visited Downtown Lapeer? Hey guys, Jim from the Lapeer Main Street Hour here, and I want to invite you to rediscover Downtown Lapeer and all that it has to offer throughout the fall and holiday season. With 13 dining establishments to choose from, Downtown Lapeer has one of the hottest up-and-coming food scenes in the area. Make it a day and enjoy an afternoon of shopping, arts, and entertainment. With over 180 businesses, Downtown Lapeer truly has something for everybody. Great food, shopping, entertainment, and more. Isn't it time you rediscovered Downtown Lapeer? Hi, I'm Brian Herrick, owner of Happy Day Smoke and More. We're an old-school head shop with a unique atmosphere. We carry local CBD products along with a wide selection of vape and garden supplies, custom-blown glass and etching, also tattoo parlor, bulk tobacco, and much, much more. That makes us one of a kind and no one like us. So come on in and let us help you find what you need. Happy Day Smoke and More is located next to Rick and Nick's Party Store south of Bad Axe. When you want to unwind, Cascade Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, 
Keno, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. Solid State Radio. That's not cool. But it happens to, I tell you what, it happens to fellas too. You borrow your pop's car, say, I met, I met Josephine down at the supermarket, and she's so pretty, I'm going to marry her. How long you known her, man? Six minutes. That's cool. So you love her. Yeah, I love her. And then you find out Josephine's hanging out with Timmy. I didn't pay for this. So I, I want my, my money, money back. back. Hey everybody, welcome back to Open for Discussion on SaltStateRadio.net. So we, you know, we got off our, our little tangents. Is there anything else that you wanted to get into before we get into, like, topic stuff or Not anything that like I could that? think of, but here's the positive, and I'm, I'm going to do it this way, and I might get yelled at for it later. I doubt it, though. Okay. But So we got here a little bit later than we intended. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, so I ran the commercials. It's my fault. It's not a big deal. So I ran the commercials before to yes. give us a little bit more time to get set up. Then I just picked the wrong commercial break for our normal half an hour break. Yes. Instead, I did the hourly break. So if you're one of those people that are like, hey, they play that song at 7. <laughs> if you're that tuned in. If you're that obvious with this, which if you are, fantastic. You yeah, want to be a moderator. Congratulations. <laughs> we appreciate um, you. Yeah, I'll make you a moderator now. Um, now. But so here's the thing. Because we came in a little bit late, I played an extra commercial. Then I played the wrong one now. Um we ain't taking a break till 7.30, boss. Oh, really? We're going to roll. We're just going to roll through I'm it? I'm just going to make it happen. Oh, wow. I figure, why not? I I didn't realize we were going to do this. We already covered all of our commercials until 7.30. Oh, I mean. <laughs> like, they had the playtime within that, the time no, frames right. required. That's, that's fair. So that's you're welcome, fair. sponsors. I, I took care of you. Just in a way that is not normal. But it's okay. I covered it. Yeah. The people that pay us money got their airtime. Absolutely. Which is what we're supposed to do. Yes. And so the next break we take is in 45 minutes. Okay. So we have a full 45 to dive into whatever we want. Whatever we want, huh? Yeah. And you got nothing on your docket. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. God, I love, I love like the time that you don't have like nine million things just bing bonging around in your head or whatever. Nothing, You're like forty five minute block. Let's go. Yeah, I've got nothing. Actually, you know that's fine. I've got. I actually have a, a good starting off topic point thing. Oh, or whatever. I, I was hoping that you had. Stuff. I have topics. I have stuff, but like I have a like an open ended thing. Okay. Okay. That sounds like a time waster. Let's do it. <laughs> it sounds like a time waster. <laughs> Fantastic. Wow. Wow. Um, Here's a good one for you, though. Okay. A, a, an actual question. An actual question. Okay. Um, a man walks into a bar. I know, right? Um, so you have a job. I have a job. And you've been working at a said job for a number of years at this point. Yeah. Okay. We're talking generalities here. Generalities. Okay. And you hear that. A promotion is coming your way. Yes. Which is an exciting thing, right? Absolutely. But it hasn't been concrete yet. Okay. Okay, but you... You heard through the grapevine. Well, you've heard from a number of reliable sources that it's okay. happening. yes, yes. But you haven't been given the role yet. Yes. Okay. 
do you function as if you have it in your job or do you function as if you don't have it because nothing's for certain yet i am jaded so I'm a bad person to ask this question to because in my mind, when people start going, you know, it's in the air and all this other stuff, my beliefs are if I'm not getting paid to do something, I don't do it. Right. Because. Which is not a jaded mindset. It's yes. a realistic one. It's, yeah, it no, goes I, against the norm of the American working class, okay. but it's it's an honest one. I so here's my problem. I do not like the way the American working class fit is. I do not like the idea of how capitalism works. Right. I it, it bothers me. I think that everybody's been duped into this this dream of like you got to work and you work hard because that's how you show your merit and so on and so I don't agree with that. That's fair. I didn't agree with it much before, but I've always been that guy, you know, and I probably always will be because that's how I've, you know, yeah. been raised and so on and so forth and you know so i'm not gonna just completely slack off or fall off that dip or whatever i'm always gonna be trying my best and so on and so forth yeah. but it's one of those things where you know i i've seen so many people get older and age so quickly because of the amount of work they put in for these these jobs and at the end of the day your job does not give a shit about you some people's do, you know, there are nice places to work and that so on and so forth. But wait till times get tough. Tell me how much they care about you then. That's fair. You know, and, and that's that's just the God's honest truth at this point. Yeah. Like, I, I've seen enough of it. I've seen people who have, you know, worked like the 70-hour work weeks and so on and so forth, 50 to 60-hour work weeks every single week, work off hours, weird times, yeah. not have the, like this weird set schedule. It's all about sales or whatever, you know. Yeah. All these sort of different things that come into place, right? And I've watched people get, you know, tired right you know, burnt out exhausted sore all the time you know just all these different things and you know they get up to the age where they're like retiring or whatever and they're just like and for what yeah you know i'm not a millionaire i have a good life a decent life and so on and so forth but like if i didn't do as much as i did i wouldn't be like much worse off or anything like that so why did i do all of this like i get it if you're a medical student if you're going into law and, yeah. you, you know, you're going to end up making, you know, six figures plus and you have to put in all that time and that effort earlier on in your career, especially because eventually it's going to pay off in this long run and you're going to be able to retire early and you're going to make a boatload of money and stuff. I can I can get behind that aspect. But the, the sad truth and the sad reality of most jobs is that you can make. $15 an hour, which is, you know, not great, but whatever. It's not ideal by any means. Right. You make 15 bucks an hour and you can work your ass off and try as hard as you can. And you can take all the overtime, which is going to help you out a lot, but it helps out the company more if we're being honest. Yeah. Um, and you just burn yourself out and they realize you get this, you know, where your your employer looks at you and says, hey, you know, I noticed you, you put in the work and you, you're a good worker. You're a good worker, kid. You do a lot and that's great. You know, that's just great. There ain't no promotion on the other side of that. You ain't getting any more raises. You're not getting any, you know, it, it just, you're just a great worker. And is that enough to hang your hat on? Because in my mind, it's not. Now, flip the script for a minute. Okay. Okay. Say you work for a company that actually does 
reward the hard work. Yes, no, and and that's right. Stuff exists. I'm not saying it doesn't. Right, exactly. There there are companies out there. There are a number of them. I think it's getting bigger by the day, which is exciting. I think there is a change happening, which is exciting to watch as well, where the workforce is being appreciated. Because uh, I think that the workers are finally, because I think people I, our yeah, I think age, people and are especially up. people younger than us, have finally looked at it and been like, this is broken. Yeah. Yeah. Which, <clears throat> you know, people want to downplay like the millennial and what is it, Gen Zers? Gen Zers, yeah. You know, they want to downplay and be like, they don't want to work. They don't want to do this. They're lazy. No, they're breaking the broken. Like, they're looking at things that are broken and saying, yeah, I'm not doing that. Our lives and their lives are different, too, though, because, you know, as much as you want to sit there and do the point the finger thing and be like, they don't want to work or whatever. Yeah, you know, you talk to me when your house cost 70 grand and you, you probably... made that much <laughs> yeah. in a year. Like, and I'm sorry, but I have talked to people that it's like, well, I bought my house. I paid for it out of my pocket. I paid 40 percent down because yeah. that's what. Yeah, your house was thirty two thousand dollars. What's it worth now? Two hundred and thirty two thousand. Yeah, shut up. Oh, it's just it's a whole different perspective like i i hear what minimum wage is and then i take a look at the apartments in town and stuff right you can't afford it how do you afford to even live in yeah, an apartment and an apartment's not supposed to be luxury living that's what you're supposed to go to when you're building stuff up in right order to get you're to supposed house. to be able to save up when you live in an apartment how is a house cheaper than an apartment at this point right it's that's disgusting. not the way it's supposed to be that's no. broken it's screwed up and i yeah you know people are burnt out they're tired of it they don't want to do this stuff anymore and i get it and that causes the workplaces to change and that's and that's kind of my point. That's my argument. I, I just don't – I don't have it. I also, like, for me personally, there's the whole where I work that it doesn't matter how hard you work that's or any it, of that yeah. stuff. So that also makes you even more jaded because you look at it and you go, like, well, I could bust my ass, and but dumbass over there who can't figure out how to work a mop. Yeah. You know? He <laughs> doesn't know that you have to squeeze it out. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't realize that part. You know, gets too anxious for his day-to-day stuff when he's in the easiest building on campus or right. whatever. You're, like, looking at that, and you go, and, you know, it's happening there, and I get paid just as much as that guy. What the fuck do I care? <laughs> right. I'm going to keep doing what I do. <laughs> you know, yeah, so you, you get to a point, right? And it is what it is there. But, like, even, you know, and then I take that out of perspective. I Like I said, I've worked other places and stuff. And, right. you know, the, the other issue is sometimes, you know, yeah, you, you can climb the ladder and so on and so forth. But a ladder is a very interesting thing. You can make more money and go up in, like, seniority. You can go up in uh, position, position security, all that stuff, right? But, like, I watch people in positions of power, and I've seen the stress kill them. Yeah. I watched a man, hair, his hair just grayed in, like, two years. You know, I watched his uh, wife leave him. I watched oh, no, the my, kids. It's not me. Over. My wife's still here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, for a minute there, I was like, hey, I know I've gotten a lot more gray in like the last <laughs> no, like two or no, three years, but like, damn, dude, really? <laughs> no, I'm not throwing you under the bus. Like, coming after me right now? Like, jeez. Oh, you know, I started getting sick all the time and stuff and just, you know, very erratic, started having mental breakdowns and oh, you yeah, start looking at this stuff. Him. Everything's failing him. Why? Yeah. Because he's working this job that's stressful as hell and, you know, and I remember, like, he had a long thing of absence, and his job got posted. Oh, boy. 
Right. And I remember talking and people told me, oh, why don't you go for it, man? Why don't you go for it? It'd be a huge pay raise for me. And it would. It would have been a huge pay raise for me. But I watched what it did to I was about to say, to you saw life. the example of what it does. I don't want that fucking job. Right? Are you kidding? Why would I sign up for that pain? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, I make like I would make like thirty grand more a year, but like, is it worth it? I don't, I don't think it is. Yeah. I just, I don't. <laughs> right. You know, it's it's funny. I you know, when I we're at work, you know, you got all these younger kids with the hopes and aspirations, and you know, all these dreams and what they want to do and stuff. And my number one advice to all of them is always. Money isn't really all that important. No, it is it's to find a something extent, to but find something to support what you actually want to do. And don't you know? Don't let some people fool you into the whole happiness thing either. Like you should love your job, be super happy at it. Like that's cool, but let's also live in the real world where like that might not be a possibility right. either. Uh, <clears throat> you know, don't hate your job. That's that's my big thing. Yeah, don't like, hate it. Have something that you don't mind getting up to go do. At the very least, you should make it where it's. Well, it's not my favorite thing in the world, but it's not the worst thing I've done in my life, and it supports what I want to do, so that's fine. And that's my argument, is you got to make sure that everything's taken care of, but you also need to make sure that you just don't hate your life. Right. You need to make sure that your job isn't so stressful, isn't so, uh, like, you wake up and you hate doing it so much that you just... You don't care about anything anymore, you know, or you feel like you got no time to yourself. I mean, your personal time is very, very important, you know? Yeah. I know you work a ton of overtime and stuff that's like that. Different strokes for different folks, man. Absolutely, but you know that's another thing is that your the amount of overtime you work, you see financially in the gains and stuff that oh, you get out of it. Yes, yes. There's <laughs> and a big I am, payoff, right? To and it. I am one of those lucky few that work for a job that the hard work is rewarded. Yes, like it is. There's a a, a return on investment of yourself. Yes, and. Not only that, but I am one of those weird freaks of nature that has a job that supports whatever I want to do, but also I enjoy going to do it. It's fun for me. And so I'm special. I found it. It's great. We, we've we've talked and we've discussed this before. You know, I went to school to be a teacher. Yeah. That is what I went to college for. And you have a piece of paper saying you did it. Yeah, I made it all the way to the final stages. I never became certified because I, I couldn't. You knew better right off the right rip. off the rip. I, yeah. uh, you know, I got through it. I lost a bunch of weight. I was stressed out all the time. I didn't see anybody anymore. Right. It wasn't fun, and I looked at the financial gains that I got for putting <laughs> in that amount of work and putting nothing. in, and it was nothing. And people go, "Oh, but you get the summers off and all this other stuff." And it's not like that. Yeah. Have you guys ever actually talked with a teacher? Yeah. Because that's not the way it works. In the other end, and if you're talking to a PE teacher, just shut up for right. one second. Yeah. Like they, they, their jobs. Uh, hey, if you want to be a teacher, be a PE teacher. One hundred percent. If you're gonna go for one, world. go for it. <laughs> Like, what do you want to do when you grow up? I want to be a teacher. What kind? P.E.? Deal. What you need to get through that? Blow a whistle. Right. I I got you. Yeah. Like, what's the PSI for a basketball? That's your hardest (laughs) job. Yeah, pretty much. And then make sure all of them are either, like, three or four below or above that number, but never right at the number. I'll only have one that's right at that number. (laughs) So everyone fights over that ball. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, (laughs) There's tricks to this. Anyway, like... But I could kick that soccer ball so far. Yeah, it's inflated like a dodgeball, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. (laughs) But yeah, like, so you you take a look at that, and it's just, you know, the, the amount of stress and everything for that. You don't get the time off. You don't get those days off. You got to remain certified. But it's not just that. Like, 
when you go and you do overtime, you see the monetary compensation. For I it. do, yes. You get that. Yeah. It's different when you go to school, you have to show up early, you have to prep everything and get ready, and then you have little meetings after school and, you know, for required different meetings. required meetings and, right. and lesson plan and talk with other professionals. But you get and nothing stuff from like it. That. You get nothing from it. All you get from it is that you get to keep coming back. Yes. You go home and you work more. Exactly. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm married to a certified teacher. Yes. She hasn't be, she hasn't been an active employed teacher in a long time. Yeah. But I can tell you right now she's still certified. That's one thing that we did discuss was should she keep her certification or sure. not? And I looked at her and said, "Yes." Like we never know what's coming around the bend. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen tomorrow. And what we know now is there's been enough time and money invested into getting that sheet of paper for her. Yes. That it only makes sense to make sure that stays current, and that's an okay thing to Just do. Just in case, yeah. Right. It's always a good idea because ah. at the end of the day, like, all of us work a job where you're one day away from not being there anymore. Yes. Like, that's just the way the world works, and that's 100%. the way it is. And so keeping options open and available is always a positive thing to do. Oh, I agree. I agree full-heartedly. It, it... I said it just it gets it gets very very weird in that aspect. So when I talk to people, I I always you know your personal life matters. Being stressed is not you know if you're gonna be stressed, make sure you're stressed for the right reasons. Right. You know if you're gonna go through like the whole medical field and all that stuff and the nightmare that that is, yeah, it's gonna be stressful. But if that monetary carrot at the right. end of that stick is what you're looking for. You can do that. That's fine. Like I said it just it depends on what you see, what you value, and so on and so forth. And it needs to really line up. And a lot of times you don't know that as a kid, and it's hard to really tell. But I, you know, I, when I talk to them, I always say, you know, research the jobs you want to go into. Right. Like actually, Look at research the, field. the fields. Yeah. Look into see what those things are, what it provides, if the job market's up or down or whatever, because it's also completely possible that you go into something where the job market just gets depleted and it's gone. Right. You and know? not only that, but like, you know, every every kind of like um, uh, future guidance counseling and all that stuff that I've seen and like little seminars and stuff, the people that come out there, they're like, oh, I worked in the field for 15 years. You know, like I have real life experience and this and that and the other. Yeah. That's great. That's wonderful to hear from that guy. Mm-hmm. Go talk to his coworker that they didn't invite. Yeah. Because I bet you're going to get a different story. Probably. Because that guy is probably like, dude, I am just working to retire. <laughs> like, that guy loves talking it up, and he goes talks to all these kids and tries to promote it and this and that. Good on him. But I'm sitting over here in the corner, and when he leaves for three days, I got to do his shit, too. <laughs> like, this is yeah. crap. Yeah. Like, you want to get into this job? That's great. You like it? Cool. You're going to hate it in three years unless you work for something else. It's different perspectives. Things change. You know? Right. There's a lot of different sort of aspects to that. So that's always my thing with that. So when you start talking about, like, do you act as if you already have that promotion? If you yeah. already have that thing in hand, I mean, the only way to really answer that is you know your company. Like right. You know what you work for, who you work for, whatever. And if 
your faith is completely in them and you, they've never done you wrong before. And they, if that's the expectation that they have out of you, yeah, do that act in that way. That's fine. Go ahead because you, you're already confident and you're already aware. And that makes sense. Now, if you're in a place where you don't have all of that stuff, no, you do what you get paid to do because right. I'm going to be honest. If they look at you and see, cause there's two ways of looking at that, right? One is you look at it and go, look at the initiative that guy shows. We tossed it out there and he's out there doing it and God damn it. We're going to get him that promotion and it's going to happen soon. Right. And then the other way is going, Oh, he's already doing this without getting a promotion. What a, what a dick bag. Right, we're we gonna... don't have to pay him. <laughs> he could just keep doing it, you know? Right, he do thinks it it's coming. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be quicker than that. Yeah, yeah. No, I just, I don't know. I've seen way too much. I've heard way too much. I, I just, I can't at this point in time. I don't trust any of these. I don't trust companies. I don't trust any employer, you know? Yeah. I think there are bosses out there that are good bosses. I think there are people that care. I do think there are employees or employers that that care and will do good stuff for you i think is a big gambit you know i think there's a lot of different things that go with that and i think a lot of it is personalities i also think that their co-workers can change the whole scope of that and everything and it's just there's so many different factors and facets that are involved but if you really want to be honest the guy that sits there and like goes when I was your age, I worked hard, blah, 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 and he's the one who does the most dick around the company. Mm-hmm. He does absolute jack all. He's the one who cuts every corner. He doesn't work hard. And you know what? He never fucking did. Right. Without a doubt. He just likes to be there long enough to say, well, when I was your age. When I was your age. When you I was kids new. don't know how to work or yeah. anymore or whatever. And it's, No. If they if they are doing all the things that they're complaining about and you notice they're working hard and all that stuff, okay, that's legit. That's a legitimate thing. They have right. that gripe. But usually but the ones that do, they don't have time to tell you that because they're still busting no, their ass. They're just pissed, and that's right. whatever. But, like, that guy that has that moment where he sits there and he complains and stuff, I'll tell you what, if he's complaining about it now, he's been complaining about it since he's been in. He's a, he's a chronic complainer. Right. That's just who he is. He don't do dick. Right. He's never worked hard. He just says he did because, you know. That fits the mold. Yes, because I'm older and I have the ability and he believes that it's been different. But I'll tell you what, you know when you start start skirting around the edges, when you're not doing things the way you're supposed to be doing anymore, you realize when you're slipping through the cracks. Like, that man ain't never worked hard. He might have for like two years. And then, you know, as soon as he got in his comfort spot, and they weren't going to get rid of him. He just lived there. Yeah, and that's it. And then he gets to sit there and live off, you know, the high horse because he's been there long enough. Exactly. And so I, I don't, I don't believe in any of that stuff. I, like I said, it's, it's a different perspective. It really depends on how you are. It really depends on whether or not you believe in that whole system. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I, I personally believe that it's you're the if you're the employee. You're the one who knows your company. You know your bosses. You know the things that are going on there. No one else knows that. Right. If you have complete faith and trust in your company and they've never done you wrong, yeah, man. Step it your up. shot. Step it up. Do what you need to do. Yeah. You know, you want to make sure you get it. You want to make sure that you're, like, the guy. Fuck yeah, do it. Right. If, you're, uh, if you, you don't have any faith in your company, don't do anything that they're asking you to do. Like, right. you know, that isn't your pay grade. Like, if it's your responsibility, yes, you need to do that. That's what you're getting paid to do. Right. But, like... Yeah, see, I come from a different cut of cloth. Completely. Yeah. <laughs> Which, 
surprising, right? Uh-huh. Um, but I, I've always been the person that I work as if I already have it. Yeah. Like, no matter what it is, whether I want a raise, whether I want a promotion, whether I want this, that, or the other, doesn't matter. If I'm looking at a different position and I'm work and I want that position to be what I go to, then I've always lived under the idea that I work as if I already have it. So when I ask for it, it's an easy yes. It's one of those no. He's already doing it. So yeah, let's give it to him. And so I've always lived in that realm where I'm working. I'm trying to work above whatever position I'm at. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong. I see the other side of it where it's like you're giving them free job, like you're doing stuff for them that they yeah. don't have to pay for. And that's not OK because you're not being, you know, you're not being compensated for that. Exactly. But I look at it and go, I understand that. But that adds value to me. So when I ask, it's easier to negotiate because instead of them being able to say something like, well, we'd give it to you, but we'd like to see you do this, that, or the other, and this and that and whatever. And granted, you can have the argument of like, I will do that when it becomes a requirement. Yeah. You know, and I get that, but I also, I look at like, especially having been an employee and an employer, having both sides of that, I've looked at it and Anytime I had somebody work for me that was going above and beyond and was working higher than their than their status, yeah, like that was rewarded. That was noticed and rewarded because I saw the initiative that was there. Yes, and so I did everything I could to promote that initiative, where it was one of those. These are the guys I want to see move up because they're they're actively working towards it. Now the ones that stayed flatline, that didn't try to do more or whatever, but never told me no. Like, if I went to them and said, hey, I know this is a little outside of your realm. Can yeah. you take care of this for me real quick? You're like, I understand if, you know, whatever, but I just need some help with this. If they never told me no, if they were like, yeah, dude, I get it. I'll help you out real quick. Yeah. You know, then that was one of those, okay, I get where you're at, where you're, this is my job. This is what I'm paid to do. This is what I'm going to do. You ask for a little bit extra. I'm not going to tell you no, because you're my employer. But understand that this is a one-off type thing. And that was understood. And I was like, okay, I get it. Now, if I gave you this role, would you be interested in it? Because now I want to gauge you. Sure. Like, are you looking, like, would you take on more responsibility and carry that? Or is this, are you in the realm of like, I'm happy where I am. I'll help out every once in a while, but I like what I'm doing. Yeah, I get you. You know, and so there was this, this really neat balance act that happened. Now, Flip side of it is, you know, if I had somebody like that and I went, hey, I need your help with something real quick. Can you just give me a hand? That's not my job. Okay. Understand you get absolutely nothing more from me. Yeah. Like when it comes time for a yearly raise or an evaluation, I'll do an evaluation and I'll give you 50 cents. Sure. Whatever. And if you're like, man, I want a dollar. Uh, no, it's not my job to go any higher for you. And it was like, you're going to get what you give. I'm still going to give you what's required because I'm not a dick. Yeah. But if I'm not getting the return of investment, yes. why would I invest more? I don't know. I get where you're coming from on all of that. That makes perfect sense to me as far as all that stuff goes. Uh, and, and that's part of the idea. My problem is I've seen too much initiative being brought forward that just gets crapped on. And, and, like, and, that, and, that's, and that's the danger of everything. You is know, if you bust your ass, are you going to get a return? Because, because most it, of the time I'm seeing no. Right. Most and, most, and the generic feeling is that you won't get the return on it. Like, 
we've all been burned on not a return. My life is about making things as easy for me as possible because the way I look at it, the easier things are for me, typically the easier it is for everybody involved. That's fair. So that's how I operate. I will not operate in the way, like if you ask me to do something and I look at it and go, no, that's stupid, I won't do it. I'm going to tell you it's stupid. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Done it. Told that straight to project managers' faces. Like, I don't, you know, (laughs) one of the maintenance guys goes, you got some balls. And I'm like... It's stupid. It's just legitimate, dude. Like, <laughs> it's not that I have balls to stand up. I'm telling him flat out, this is dumb. This shouldn't work this way. Right. And I'm There's not, better you know, ways I, to do this. Yeah. Like, so I, I don't. You know, it, it's we're not not doing it that way. I'm not doing things if I don't see any any point in that or any merit in that. And I'm not doing things if I'm picking up after other people's slack anymore. I, I refuse to do that now too. Yeah. Send them back. Make them do it again. Yep. It's their job to do. I have my own crap to figure out. And you oh, hired well, them the same as you hired me. That's the other So thing. hold them to the candle a little bit. I will yell at the person, whoever did it. Oh, yeah, I'll do it for you, but I think it's stupid. I think you're an idiot. Right. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say no, but I'm going to make sure you're aware. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, it's gotten to a point where there are people at work that when they called, they, they are already apologizing to me like, about what they're asking for. I know you're going to hate what I'm about to ask. It's really funny because there are certain responses, uh, you know, case in point, there was uh, something the other week where uh, a resident, a resident did something. Oh, no, 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 a resident, (laughs) resident had a dog poop in the hallway. That sounds like the resident needs to clean it up. Yes, it does, doesn't it? Yes, Yes, it it does. does. But guess who had to go and pick up the poop? Of course not the resident because they pay to live there. Whatever. Well, they just left it. Who knows? I found out what room it was because I could hear the dog barking. (laughs) Not. Wow. Wow. What a shocker there. (laughs) Doesn't take the Hardy Boys to figure that one (laughs) out, right? I'm like Nancy True up in this bitch. (laughs) This looks like beagle shit. (laughs) (laughs) But it was, you know, it was super easy. It was was hard poop, right? So, like, legitimately, it was just a nugget. You picked it up and went, all right, cool. And you walked off. Like, thanks a lot. Yeah, that sucks, but whatever. And, uh, you know, so they, the, the guy calls me up and he's just like, because we, the week before that, I had blown up on him already because he asked me to go do something. And I went into the place and it was like a project person, you know, one of the outsourced companies just left the place a disaster. Ah, that's never good. I won't abide by it. Right. That's not my job. No, I don't have to clean up after this nonsense. No, nope, this is bullshit. I'm going to call you out on it. Right. So he was already geared up because the week before I got into a big tear with him and it was a big, it was a bigger ordeal. Right. So he's like, oh, I know, I know this isn't, you know, I'm sorry, but you're the only, you know, and he's going on and I'm like, no, man, that's my job. I clean up poop. That's, that's what I do. Right. This is a resident that lives at the university. That's, like this this is, is in my realm. This of is what I'm supposed to do. For. Yes, yeah. like that's it. That's what I'm supposed to do, right? Right. So, like, no, I'm not going to argue about something I'm supposed to do. Right. But, but if when the some electrician asshole yeah. comes in, <laughs> when the electrician comes in and rips out walls and leaves wire and crap yeah. everywhere, wh- why am I the one sweeping up this mess again? I'm not. No, I'll be a team player, but not for that crap. You're not above me. Right. Like, you no. don't get to be above Here's me. Here's a broom, buddy. I made friends with, like, the pipe fitter guy at work. It's fantastic because he's got an <laughs> attitude where he just don't give a crap. Right. And I do the same thing back to him. <laughs> I do not. No, no. I won't go. I'll go above and beyond, you know, mostly because if I go above and beyond, what I've noticed is it cuts me more slack. Right. Where if I have a day where I just go, you know what? We're just going to do not a whole lot today, right? Right. 
I never question. I never, nothing comes up. You know, I'm fine. I'm golden because I work hard. 90% of the time, 99% of the time, I'm in there doing the best that I can. You tell me to do something, I do it, or I go, you know, or I have a positive response to doing it, right? Right. So, like, yeah, I will do all that stuff to keep people happy and so on and so forth just for my own benefit. If but, you need an electrician that cleans up after himself, check out a neck electric. You bet, Adam. <laughs> By the way, good to see you, buddy. Haven't talked to you in a very long time, but it's good to see you. <laughs> He's an old friend. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Needless to say, we've both grown up in this world. We yes. no longer have to cook food for money anymore. It's Fantastic. a great it's thing. It's a great thing, yes. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, you know, just, just an initiative for your, your question. It really just depends on your situation. I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. You know, I know that we are different as far as we that are. stuff goes. And, and, but we're also, we've we've lived different lives. We've yes. had different experiences. And we still work in different jobs than each other as well. Where your experience in the job world is going to be vastly different from mine. And so that's going to shape you a little bit differently than the way it's going to shape me. And that's okay. There's not like, it's not like your way is wrong and my way is right. Or my way is wrong and your way is right. There is no right and wrong. It's situational. I get where you're coming from and the idea that, like, I get where you're coming from and the idea that it seems like you don't care. You don't care about your job. You're not going to put forth the effort. You're a bare minimalist. And, it, you know, I get that look, right? And I don't ever want to be that guy. Right. But I also don't want to be the guy who perpetuates a system where it just makes it harder on all the other employees because you just do it. Right, which is totally understandable as well. And what I've noticed is in most systems, if you're the guy who just does it, eventually everybody has to do it. And right. then it becomes a thing. And then now your task list goes from being this big to this big. But nothing ever actually But there's no out. compensation for yeah. it or anything like that. It just becomes an expectation. Right. You know? And I, I live in in the same world um which it, it's a strange thing because like when i'm talking about somebody's experiences like an individual yes. person what they're going through what they're doing yeah it's non-comparable like no. i will not compare what you're going through to what i've been through right. or try to say well when i was in that situation i handled it like this so you should be able to too it's like no 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 it's two different people mm -hmm. like there ha there's differences and different reactions and different abilities based on the person and that's perfectly acceptable that's fine in the job world oh i will compare you apples to apples like i will say you're in the same position as this guy and this guy does this and you don't mm -hmm. like he's gonna be the guy i look to and not you 100 percent. which <laughs> it's weird because huh. In personal life, no, there's no comparison. Mm -mm. Like, I don't look at you less because you can't handle your shit. Yeah. Like, it's one of those, you just need some help. Sure. And that's okay. Let's figure out how to help you. Let's figure out what we can do to get you through this mess or what you need. Like, what kind of support do you need to get through this? In the job world, when it's like, well, I just don't know how to do it. Were you trained right? Yeah. If you were trained right and you still can't do it, What's See, happening here? I also find it funny because I look at everybody like like athlete stats, like 2K stats or whatever, <laughs> right? Like everybody's got their player card. I'm serious. I gauge all right. the, the yeah. employees around me. Everybody's got their own thing. And it's hilarious because I've had like people look at me and go, well, we could send this person here and this person here. And I said, I would rather not that person. They go, what do you mean not that person? And I'm like. Well, they get caught stealing 16 times a game. <laughs> all right. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd rather not have that guy. 
Well, so I look at it and I tell them, I'm like, so if you need, you know, because like I hear people badmouth certain employees or whatever, and I hear people praise certain employees, right? And I go, you know, it really depends on how you're lo- what you're looking for. Like, if you need fast, if you need it fast and efficient, that's your employee, right? It's not going to be perfect. But, it's but they will pass. get more done than anybody else on campus because that's how they do. They right. work quick. They get stuff done. Is it When I walk in, do I find a bunch of flaws? Oh, hell yes, I do. But they get stuff done. Right. Do you want it to look perfect? There's your employee. Hope you don't have a deadline. Because it's going to take them all day to <laughs> yes. get this done. 100% that's how But when you walk in, are. you will not find a single thing wrong. And there's different variances in between. You know, there's a right. whole, the potential card or whatever you want to look yeah. at it. Yeah. And then, you know, there's, there's you know Jim in the back over there who sucks at his job and the potential's like a fucking D. Right. <laughs> He's well, drafted in the fifth round. <laughs> we, got, we got Mike Trout here. <laughs> We got Shohei over here. Jim in the back, he's kind of like an Alex Avila. <laughs> Every once in a while, he does something right. But for the most part, you look at him and go, man, you just get the shit kicked out of you all the time, don't you? How'd you get this job? <laughs> right. Yeah. Who do you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Actually, that's a great comparison for what I'm thinking of, too. Uh, but, you know, it's, yeah, so it is. It's a very, very interesting thing. Like, I, I agree with you on, on all those different aspects. It's, it's very tough tough to kind of not gauge somebody that way i just like i said i don't want to perpetuate a system that's only going to make people's lives harder but i also understand not looking like the person who just doesn't give a shit right there's a happy medium somewhere and finding that is going to be different in every employee every employer in every workplace scenario you're gonna find where there's this medium and i think it's important that it's not that you're striving to always do the absolute most you can right because you will get eaten alive for that like you will break yourself in the process but it shouldn't be that you just need to do whatever you're expected there is this this realm of doing more than expected but not giving away your time for free yes and and here's this is going to be a weird piece of advice never work 100 percent that's a weird piece of advice. Never work 100%. Yeah, see, I can't run by that. No, you, you can never work 100%. You want to know why? Why? Because you're going to get older. Yeah. You're going to get older. Things are going to wear down. You ain't going to be able to hit that 100% anymore. No, but the goal is to not be in the same job as you get older, is to get into a job that doesn't require the 100% breaking of your body to do it. Not everybody has that. Then you need option <sighs> That's or true. mentality. You're right. That's right. not a thing. Like, you have this. You want to climb the ladder. You're that dude. Yeah, that's not, all I know it, how to do. It isn't like that. It isn't like that for everybody, and it isn't a possibility for everybody. That's some people truth. are stuck in a spot, and that's it. You know, well, that is what it is. Some people just are not equipped to climb ladders. Oh, that's true. Like, that too. I'm not allowed to climb ladders anymore. Yeah. It's a big mm-hmm. no-no. I'm not allowed but to. The, I carry one on the truck, but it never comes down. But the other portion <laughs> of it is, like, if you are in a place and you've done it long enough or whatever— People don't ask less of you. No. Have you ever been in a place where people start asking less of you? No. Never. In your job, they only ask more, right? Typically. You work 100% and all of a sudden something comes up and you, you it's a big deal, right? It's a lot of work all at once. So you reach back and you go out there and you put in the 110 instead, right? Right. You get it done. Yep. Does it get easier? Yep. 
No. Oh, it does in my world. It does not. <laughs> because you did it before. The you expectation is you can do it again and more. I can see where that comes from. Uh, different life experiences. Yep. That's just all it is. Oh, I'm just I'm just saying, you don't you don't slack off. You don't go in and fifty percent it every fucking day like a bum. Yeah, no. You, you, still you go bust in, your you put you do the ninety percent, you do the ninety five percent, but you always leave a little bit left in that tank for those days that are gonna suck where you have to push through. Right. So you don't get stuck doing hundred and ten percent every day for the rest of your life because that was my life before the job I had now. That's true. I went through and I did 100%, and then I did 110%, and then I did 120%, and pretty soon I was at 130%, and I didn't realize it until I got this job. And then you're like, holy crap, was I doing a lot. I can't imagine. Right. I used to take a look at my steps and be like, this must be normal. Right. How many steps were you at? I'm curious. I don't know, like 40, 50,000? Holy crap, that's a lot. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not kidding. Like, like, don't kid yourself. Like, I've had days where I've hit 20. Oh, no, no, no. My bare minimum was 18. That was a day that I didn't do anything. That's crazy. That was my old that's job. That's a lot. Yeah. Like, that's insanity. Keep in mind, I had a small building that I worked in, too. Right. You were constantly running around. Like, always. Whew. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's a bit no, excessive. I'm, I'm not saying, like... When, it's when, not healthy. <laughs> Wait, when I'm talking about like work and the work ethic and stuff like that, when people start like, you know, wow, you sound lazy or whatever, eighty percent, you know, ninety percent or but whatever. But your eighty to ninety percent is um yeah, uh John says hundred and ten percent is how you get put on a two man job by yourself. Yes, yes it is. Yes it what? is. That's the bullshit. Yeah. That's why I'm saying this. You do hundred and ten percent, you end up replacing go, oh Adam can do it because he can do everything. And you're like, fuck me, why? You know, and you're there. You're there by yourself going like oh, I'm in the deep shit now. Right. I called for help and I didn't even get a ring back. Yes. <laughs> No, no that, that, yeah, I mean, I don't know if too many truer words have been said there. <laughs> oh, it's 100%. And this is my experience. And like I said, I get it. I like, I get the mentality. I get the work hard mentality. And I want to be that guy. I want to please. Right, but you I'm don't want to get pleaser. abused. Yes, because I have been. And right. I just, I can't. My body can't take it. Right. Because I go through bits. Like this week, this week has been a nightmare. Right. I have a deadline. It is next week. And I still got a ton of things that need to get done so i'm running around like crazy doing all this stuff and i can feel it i woke up today and my lower back was like hi yeah you're 35 now buddy <laughs> right you, <know? laughs> you ain't no spring chicken boy you're getting older <laughs> right <laughs> touch your toes for me tell yeah. me how that feels so like so feel like your back's made a bubble wrap <laughs> It sounds like it. You know, so like you're hurting and you're all, you know, whatever, right? But I can do that for two weeks. Yeah, I can do it for two weeks. I can push through two weeks or whatever. I can do that. That's fine. And that's my point. I can kick back to 110. I can go to 120 for two weeks. Right. But as soon as that's up, Oh, it's done. Yeah, time to throttle down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but like when you start doing the I do 110 every single day. Those are the guys that walk like they've been beat to broke. Yeah, no, they look like they rode horses their entire life. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> They're bow-legged. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. Hunched over or whatever. Yeah, just <laughs> here to work. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's just, you know, it, there's so much more to life than work. There is. 
And so I can't, I can't. Like I said, I get the mentality. I want to be a people pleaser. I want to do all that stuff. I am by far not a lazy employee. No. (laughs) I don't think anyone's ever accused you of that either. Nope. (laughs) Right. It's not that. It's, It's simply managing expectations correctly. No, I just I I've worked in the the industry that I work for right for eleven years. It's enough time to establish what you need to be. I know how, I know what I need to do. I know what the most efficient ways to get most of that stuff done. And I know like the best ways and all that other stuff. I realize my limitations and all that stuff, and so I I curb all of this stuff. Right. But I also know what the expectations of other people are, and that's where it gets interesting to me. Yeah. Because people that don't do what you do are the people that are in charge. Right. The ones that haven't done it are the ones making rules on what you're supposed to be people able to accomplish. People who have never picked up a mop and broom in their entire lives are the people that tell you what to do as a custodian. And yeah. your and your job, people that ain't ever swung a hammer before, ain't ever you know picked up a wrench. Right. They're the ones that are telling you what to do in your job. They don't know. And either they will defer to you and those are the good employees, right. employers. Or they will be like, well, how hard is it to do that? Well, and once again, different experiences because my bosses are the ones that have done exactly what I've done. And it makes it a lot harder to be like, dude, do you realize that doesn't work? And they go, what are you talking about? We did it five years ago. It's like, oh, crap, you're right. <laughs> I get people that are just like, you know, it takes, well, you know, it takes like a half an hour to clean something, right? No. Uh i i can imagine that cleaning a single apartment Mm -hmm. if you were truly cleaning the apartment after some of the people that live in those apartments you can have an apartment take you two days 100 percent. like you can have one that just takes you two days to complete i can believe that all day long absolutely and there's probably times that you go in there to look at it and go buddy why am i cleaning this yeah like no 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 Rip it apart and remake it. It would be easier than what you're asking me to do right now. Sometimes, yes. Right. Like, well, I mean, I do that with toilet seats all the time, but yeah, like I'm not cleaning that. Just oh, put I a rip new it one off. out. Uh, yeah, click, click, done. Yeah. Nope, uh, we're not dealing with this. <laughs> uh huh. Nope, yeah. I get you. Like, but then that, and that's it, though. But those are the people that kind of dictate your fate a lot of the times, and most of the scenarios. Those are the people that are like, hey, you know, I've never worked. Uh, in that part, or like, I've never worked in the kitchen before. Right. But it doesn't take that much to cook a steak. Just cook the steak. Yeah, right. Just, just put another one down. Yeah, just do that. You know, all, all that stuff. Well, how long could it possibly take? Because they don't know. I, right, they have no idea. I don't know what it takes for you to do your job. It all sounds confusing to me. So right. So I just be like, oh, you know. Then I have no desire to ever try to do yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Nope, no part of me. So I got I, pictures. Right, I've gotten said I've pictures, got pictures and gone. Nope, gross. I'm good on that. Gross. Yeah. So there's been more than one time that you've sent me a picture and I go, ha, "That's piss." <laughs> <laughs> like hair squirrel. Right. No, thank you. I'm good on that. Yeah. No, it's uh, you know my favorite term that I have coined through my job. Yeah. Piss gravy. Uh-huh. Do you want to know what you know wh- why that's disturbing? Nope. 
One. It's already disturbing to me. It is disturbing. Yeah. It's disturbing. Why? Because it creates an image, right? Oh, 100%. And you understand exactly what that image is? Yes. Right. That That's that's disturbing, right? But you know what the most disturbing part of it is? What? That it happens so often that I have a term coined for right. it. That's, yeah, that's even worse. Exactly. Anyway, with that in mind. We've hit 730. Woo! And we haven't touched a goddamn thing. No, so we've had a great conversation. Absolutely. Though. It was a great conversation. I enjoyed it very much. I hope you all did too, but we got to take a break. You guys are listening to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this. So stick around. The Sessions Concert Series is a great way to get up close and personal with the bands I play on Sessions. Another show is on its way with three bands you need to see live. Saturday, April 13th, come out to the Hitchin' Post in Lapeer. There you'll see Blue Sky, Mad Bastardson, and Attaboy. I'll be there as your MC. No tickets to buy, no cover charge, just come in and celebrate Michigan-made music. The Post is located at 1636 Emily City Road in Lapeer. This is a 21 and over show. Saturday, April 13th, starting at 8 p.m. Support local music. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Hey, it's the Goat Boy from Open for Discussion, a show where we give the best and worst unsolicited advice. Every week, we ask our audience questions and scour the internet for funny, relatable, and thought-provoking advice that we break down. Ever wanted to know if you're the a-hole in a situation? We got you covered. Join Gator and I every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. for witty banter, insightful conversation, and a general hodgepodge of a good time. Only on SolidStateRadio.net. You can now use your Alexa device to listen to Solid State Radio. Find the Solid State Radio skill in the Alexa app, and she will hook you up with your local alternative fix. Hey, Alexa, play Solid State Radio. Playing Solid State Radio. This is a game changer. This is going to blow things up. Self-destruct mode engaged in 5, 4, 3. No, wait, Alexa, cancel. Just one more way you can enjoy your local alternative, Solid State Radio. Alexa, you crazy around and find out. Are you tired of your project getting outsourced to contractors and subcontractors? Well, these are the sounds of a job well done, and that's what you can expect from Accurate Exteriors. Tony and his team will work with you one-on-one from the estimate all the way to the finished product. Whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, still have doubts? Check out their five-star ratings. Trust me, they can do it. They also have financing available. Give them a call for a free estimate at 810-394-2597. As I look around the studio and see things hanging on the wall, all the things that we're proud of and that we've done here in the studio and for the community, and I think to myself, how is it Trish does this? Trish over at Hall of Frames does an amazing job. So one day we went over and asked her, Trish, what is it? How do you see these things? She said, it's simple. 
If you're proud of it, frame it. And that is what she founded her business on. You'll find Hall of Frames at 392 West Nepissing Suite 3, downtown Lapeer. Telephone number 810-660-7874. That's 810-660-7874. When was the last time you visited downtown Lapeer? Hey guys, Jim from the Lapeer Main Street Hour here, and I want to invite you to rediscover downtown Lapeer and all that it has to offer throughout the fall and holiday season. With 13 dining establishments to choose from, Downtown Lapeer has one of the hottest up-and-coming food scenes in the area. Make it a day and enjoy an afternoon of shopping, arts, and entertainment. With over 180 businesses, Downtown Lapeer truly has something for everybody. Great food, shopping, entertainment, and more. Isn't it time you rediscovered Downtown Lapeer? Hi, I'm Brian Herrick, owner of Happy Day Smoke and More. We're an old-school head shop with a unique atmosphere. We carry local CBD products along with a wide selection of vape and garden supplies, custom-blown glass and etching, also tattoo parlor, bulk tobacco, and much, much more. That makes us one of a kind and no one like us. So come on in and let us help you find what you need. Happy Day Smoke and More is located next to Rick and Nick's Party Store south of Bad Axe. When you want to unwind, Cascadon Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. Radio.net. I am your host, Adam the Go Boy Luthien. In studio with me is my co-host, Gator Grant. Hi. All right. I got an open-ended question that I wanted to hit. And, okay. Uh, it's it's an interesting thing because like the, the topic itself was, yeah, I'll go with meh. Can we do that? Meh, yeah, we can do meh. meh. So, but that's not the point. In in the, the original thing, they said, is it okay to break up with somebody for X reason? And I can't remember what it was because, like I said, it was meh. Didn't really care. Yes. But in the, the comments, it says, it's okay to break up for any reason. Yes. And that's what I want to discuss. 100%. It's okay to break up with someone for any reason. Yes. Why? Because it's a reason that matters to you. Being in a relationship is a personal thing, right? Yes. Like, we can agree to that. 100%. That um, you're not in a relationship based on... If you're not in a relationship based on your personal feelings, then what are you doing? Um, it makes no sense. Like, mm-hmm. this is why there's celebrity couples that fail all the freaking time. Yes. Why? Because they're not together for their personal reason. They're together because it helps this or it helps that. But there's nothing personal actually happening there. And so, like, if a relationship is a personal thing, then any reason you have matters to you. Yes. And that's what matters. Like... That that's just it. Now put that in perspective. There are dumb reasons to break up with people. I'm not saying that they're intelligent. 100%. I'm saying that you're allowed to. But but it's, it's not to say that it's a good reason. <laughs> no. There are a lot of dumb reasons that people have. You know, it, it, right. if you can look at it and be like dumb, and you can look at it and look at the person and be like, well, that's really dumb. But you know, right. at the end of the day, uh, I broke up with them because they like mustard on their cheeses. Uh, have yeah. you ever tried it? Because it's amazing. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, but seriously, you know, like, oh man, that person's toe sticks out a little too far or whatever. Right. You know what like, I mean? He like, likes green olives on his pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of mine are food related, by yeah, the yours way. Yours are food related. It's I very like weird. food. I like food too. And my food likes are way different than yeah. my wife's. <laughs> are weird yeah a person's eyebrows are strange you know? yeah. like I, I you just you kind of that like, dude's got seven fingers <laughs> that dude's got seven fingers yeah uh you know i feel for you yeah you know, uh, they <laughs> farted once and that just it ruined it for me yeah, like normal bodily functions uh, it's dumb that's a dumb reason agree it's a dumb reason but but if you have it in your mind that you're going to break up with anybody for any any reason, if there's some sort of doubt, whatever it is, even if it's a dumb reason, uh huh, is it a, is it fair? Yes. Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah, it's if good to break if up with, If you have it in your mind that you're going to break up with somebody, there's something that's just right. not connecting. That's the thing. Is it's like, you know, if I look at it and go, well, that was a stupid reason to break up, that's not the only reason. That's just the reason they gave me. Yeah. There's other reasons at play that maybe they don't know how to express. Or they're completely unaware of it. Right, but they know something's not clicking. Yes. And when you start looking for reasons, you've already checked out. So here's here's the big thing. Like Everybody has flaws, and they, everybody has things that they don't like or things that kind of bother them about their partner or whatever the case might Except be. Except for right? my wife. She's perfect. She's perfect, yes. Um, I kicked my coverage. <laughs> that we are all very aware of. I mean, they're little Piccadillys or whatever. I I, I think everybody I love the fact has that those. You used Piccadilly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so happy. You right happy now. with that? Because right? <laughs> I'm an old ass man. I love it. Uh, you know, uh, so like they're they're little things that people have that you know it might irk you or whatever. It's it's just stuff happens. It's okay. But here's the thing: you look at somebody and you go, you have that like small thing or whatever that just you know it wouldn't work out or whatever. He look at it and just go, oh, well, whatever. Right. You're in a good relationship. You, you are. Like that person. When you can look you past that person, the fall. You don't care. Yeah. You just go, oh, that's it, that's it, and whatever, you know? Right. But when you have that thing and you just go, oh, my God, would you just stop making that oh. noise when you fucking eat? Oh. You're not a goddamn cow. No, see, that is a reasonable reaction to that noise. <laughs> that is perfectly acceptable, and I am on your team with that one. <laughs> If I can hear you chew, we have a problem. I'm just, I'm just throwing one out there. That's not that's a bad a... reason. That is a perfectly acceptable reason. <laughs> and I will go to bat for that person no matter what. That's okay. Yeah, but, but you know, like, that's that's just it, though. I, I mean, you hear that or whatever. Whatever the stupid thing is. Like and you look the sound at it, of a spoon hitting the coffee mug to mix. That uh, it's like there's a there's an acceptable amount of tings. You don't know it. Yeah. But I'm telling you that your body and your brain has an acceptable amount, and you know when they've exceeded that acceptable amount no, because just, you will go from... Oh, they're making coffee. Oh, wow, they really want that full. Would you stop? Like, there is that level. Like, it changes. No, I just grab that spoon. I hold it like this, you know? And like, just I'm going to say something. What you doing over there? It's got a mixture on the bottom. <laughs> There's more coffee on the table. Everything's all fucking all over the place. And I'm just like, I'm getting it. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I do this. Right. I hate the dry creamer. <laughs> <laughs> it's always chalky at the end. Right. There is. There's an acceptable amount of like mug tings or um 
Oh, like when you when you're scooping stuff out of a pan, Are you sure, or like mac and cheese out of the pot kind of thing. Okay, and you know when you hit the fork or like hit the wooden spoon on the side of the pan to get the rest of it off. Yeah, or something, I know what you're talking about. There's an acceptable amount of smacks. See, I'm, I'm telling you, like bang, 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 perfectly acceptable. Sure, totally get it. Wham, one comes off. I'm bored. Bang, 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 bang. Bang. Eventually, you sit there and you're like, it's not coming off. I'm the type of person that if I was doing that and then you looked over at me to see what I was doing. You do would, it again. I'd do direct eye contact <laughs> with you and just be like, dunk, dunk, dunk. And this is when I would just get up and leave. Where it's like, <laughs> nope, can't handle you today. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. No. Dominant. I, I am dominant in my spoon thrust. God damn it. Look at me. Look at me. Do not break eye contact. <laughs> I can't do it if you don't stare at me. We're going to make songs with it. It's coming in the air tonight. Yeah, I know. This is when you grab another one out of the drawer just so you can have two. If one wasn't good enough, two will work. There's nothing even on the other spoon. I know. I just like the way it irritates you. Little tricks for everybody at home. You want to piss your partner off? Have some fun with this one. No, but like, so in all seriousness, so somebody. No. Kathy says you have to eat the spoon cheese, never bang it off. Well, I love that line right there. You got to eat the spoon <laughs> cheese, never bang it off. <laughs> oh, thank you, Kathy, so much. <laughs> I'm going to get home tonight and be like, hey, Sarah. <laughs> did you know <laughs> that uh, you have to eat, eat the spoon, spoon cheese? cheese? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, you know, but like, in all seriousness, like, if somebody, like, they leave their socks on the floor, right? They left their socks on the floor. Right. And you're like, oh, I, just, I, I, I can't, I can't do this. The socks on the right. floor, I can't. I just, it's I, we the, get the last reason. straw. That's it. I can't do it. It's why we're not working. Is because you leave the goddamn socks on the floor. Like, no, nah, you know, no. Is it an acceptable reason for you to break up with someone? Sure, if that's what you're gonna go with. But right, you've but had that's, some it's an other things. Issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've got some other stuff you you gotta get past. It. You're not in it to win it, like. <laughs> Right. Because <laughs> you love somebody, you leave their socks on the floor, you're just like, eh, whatever. You pick it up and. <laughs> yeah, I'll take care put of it. In socks. The hamper. You it take is... care of it or you look at it and you just go, eh, and you leave it. I want Right. And then you walk, next time you walk past him, it's like, hey, pick up your socks, you lazy piece of shit. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> you, know, you know how you talk to your significant other? Yeah, that's yeah. exactly that's how. That's how you do it? Yeah. Establish dominance. Look them in the eye. That's right. ABBA. <laughs> Don't break eye contact. ABBAB. Always be belittering, or always be berating and belittering. Oh yeah, that belittling. Yeah, that's great. Yep. That's that's. A B B A B. Fantastic. Keeps advice. everybody in line. Uh -huh, yeah, that's great. All right. Um, that's how I raise my children. A B B A B. <laughs> they don't know love. <laughs> Just sarcasm and hate. I that's uh, that's that's the Grant House right there. You walk in the door. What you doing here? Take off your shoes, you fucking animal. <laughs> Is that where shoes go? Oh, I guess you were born somewhere weird, huh? What do you want to eat? You don't get food here, all right? <laughs>
Welcome to the Grand House. <laughs> Welcome to the Grand House. I'm kidding. I will I feed you and leave your shoes on. It's okay. <laughs> I don't care. I have nice floors that I can clean. It's yeah. fine. All right. That's, uh, <laughs> You'll never scratch them. Ever. Let's move on. Um <laughs> ABB AB Let's talk about let's talk about proposals. Ooh, fun. Proposals. Yeah. You know. So this is kind of interesting. My girlfriend wants me to do a redo proposal because she's jealous of my ex-wife's proposal. Why did you tell her? <laughs> that was my thought too. Why would you bring her? How that does up? she know? Right. Is she like best friends with your ex-wife? It's like, hey, hey. Well, that's kind of weird in itself. But, right. You know. Like, hey, um, how did he propose to you? Because I feel like he was, like, less than enthusiastic. And I'm curious if he gave you more than he's giving me, which is unacceptable. Like, for one, I looked at this and I was like, well, it seems a little conceited. But also, how does she know? You're kind of an idiot for that to begin with. That's the thing. Is it like, are you sitting there going, I rented out the Empire State Building. <laughs> And we were at the top in the glass whatever, and I had a, a a violinist playing, and it was just us with roses and everything. And then you get to your new wife, and it's like, well, I took her to the Applebee's. Oh, this is great. You're gonna and I put it in a molten lava cake. You're going to fucking love this. Oh, my God. You're going to fucking love this. Because, like, I, I was like, well, it's a little conceited or whatever. But, you know, I'm sure. And I, and I read it, and I was like, oh, wow, guy, you are really just bad. Oh, you like, are just he, bad he at actually this. failed at this. Oh, absolutely. Okay, cool. So, I'm ready. Girlfriend said no to my proposal because it wasn't good enough for her. Okay. And I read that. I was like, well, I'm sucks like right. that's kind of not shitty. the point but whatever yeah, you know but i'm gonna have to give some context to this one so eight years ago i was engaged to someone else i did go all out for becca mainly because we were young and she was my first love for becca i took her to the beach where we made love and conceived our son and then you proposed i rented out marry me sign What'd that you, you see on a social media did you put your ring on your dick rose petals in the shape of a heart oh boy I hired a violinist to play and Oh my gosh, I'm nailing this. I know, that's why it's hilarious. It's amazing. Right? I got Becca her dream engagement ring, a 3.60 lab carrot oval solitaire ring with a hidden halo for $8,200. Why? Long story short, Becca and I ended up divorcing because I wanted more children and she didn't. Take her back to the beach, dude. We have joint custody now of our son. Like you, you figured it out once. Fast forward now. I've been dating my girlfriend for four years. I proposed to her two weekends ago at our apartment while we were watching a movie. Okay. I, I proposed to her with a $200 uh, Mosinite? Mosinite? Moisinite? Moisinite. Moisinite. Okay. That's uh, like a cubic zirconia. That's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, why don't you say cubic? Uh, whatever. Because uh, it's a little bit different. Uh, whatever. She was extremely upset. She told me that this proposal was cheap and lazy. She disapproves of my lack of effort. She also told me she hates moissanites and doesn't like fake rings she brought up the fact that i went all out for my ex-wife and she wants something romantic because no one has ever did anything special romantic for her she told me that she will end the entire four-year relationship if i don't do my redo my proposal and get her a ring that she wants my girlfriend wants a 2.5 round lab diamond she sent me a link to it it's roughly 5k yeah moissanite um listen yeah, go ahead. It's a naturally occurring mineral or mineral called silicone carbide, which is very rare and can't be found in nature large enough to be cut into even a one carat gemstone. 
So it's all lab grown and lab done. It's got a blue hue to it. It's actually very pretty. It's like a baby blue in there okay. with the white. Well, I believe that it's pretty. Yeah, it's you very know, pretty. And all that stuff. And like, I don't put like a whole lot of stock in the you need to get the big rock or whatever. Like, I don't no, think that's the No, but you can get it for pretty thing. cheap. But like, I think that you can do better than a two hundred dollar really cool. ring and sitting next to her while watching a movie and being like, "Hey, babe, uh, like you want to get married?" Like, I, I think we can do better than that, right? Yeah, we can do a lot better than that. There's some expensive moissanites. I believe that. I will say that. I just, I just, I like. I read this and originally I was just like, well, you know, expectations, and I don't like the entire. Yeah, but thing nobody the wants ring, to be like, like Netflix and chill and hey. Do you want to get married? Yeah, I'm like, dude, you you screwed it up, and then you told her about the other proposal. So what did you think she yeah. was gonna expect? And not only that, but you failed. Just like, all around. Why would you say it? Why would you tell that story? <laughs> like, did you tell your story? To, like, did you tell this story to her in a way that was like, well, you know, when I proposed to her last time, it was like on a beach and, you know, we had some rose petals and stuff, but yeah. that was about it. Or did you go into full detail like you just did where you're like, we went to a beach and like, I can see, we conceived our child and beach. then I had a violinist yeah. that was like creepily hiding behind the rocks, like waiting for the moment to come out where it's like. Oh, he made that grunt. Okay, yeah. it's fair. I can come I out now. Know, yeah, no, yeah, he was playing the Jaws theme song by, behind the... Kathy says a ring in the lava cake would have been better. Yeah, I think so. I think I win. Dude, anything would have been better at this point. Are you kidding me? Right. I think I, uh, I, think I did quite well. You did quite well. Applebee's? <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Wouldn't be the first time I'd seen it happen. Yeah. Which surprised me. Okay. But I was also like, who takes people to Applebee's to propose? <laughs> like the number of times it actually happened, it would surprise you. It would surprise Probably. you. Probably. Yeah, would. no, it would. I just, I don't know. I have different, it's, it's different for me. But it still wasn't thoughts. one of my best experiences. You know what one of my best experiences as a best cook was? Okay. I got called out to a table, right? Yes. Which does not happen very often. No. The cooks, we don't want to come out to the, you don't want to see the person making your food. Not really. Trust no. me, you yes. don't want to see that. But I got called out to a table because they had asked, you know, who was the cook that made this? And they were like, well, it was Gator. And so... They came back. They're like, hey, table whatever wants to see you. I'm like, dude, I don't know where that table is. Yeah. Like, I don't <laughs> I know your guys' Yeah, what are you doing? They're like, oh, it's right over there. I was like, okay. So I walked over there. I'm like, hi, you know, um, I'm Gator. I heard you guys were looking for the cook that made your food. And they're like, yeah, are you the guy? I was like, yes, I, I made your food for you. And this dude, this girl, all right, sitting at a table with another guy, yeah. by the way, which was obviously her... Boyfriend, the husband, significant other something. partner. Yeah. yeah, the person that was on a date with her or yes. whatever it may be. Yes. She looks at me and she goes, you need to know that this chicken is better than sex. And I looked at her and went, okay. Like, you're welcome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. And she goes, no. Like, seriously. I have had so much sex and none of it was as good as this chicken is right now. Was she on drugs? No. Completely legitimate. That is weird. That oh, a weird experience. Very strange. But I was like, okay, well, thank you. You know, come back again. You know, yeah. like, I don't know what I'm supposed to say here. Uh, it's where you punch the guy on the shoulder and you'd be like, hey, man, you need to pick it up in the bedroom well, a little bit. <laughs> here's the thing. She's on my right. Yeah. 
And I have to walk that way, so then I'm behind her as I'm walking back into the kitchen, right? Yeah. So I get behind her as I'm walking back to the kitchen. I look back at the dude, and he looks at me, and I'm just, I'm so sorry. Yeah. (laughs) And he looks at me, and he puts his hands up. He's like, what the do I do now? I don't make chicken. Right. I was like, oh, you want to learn the recipe? I'll I'll teach you how to do it. I'll give you all the things, you know? Yeah. No, strangest experience I've ever had. Yeah, I don't know if I'd like that. Where I got back in the kitchen and they go, so what was that all about? I was like, apparently my chicken's so good it made her come. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, but apparently I cook chicken better than dudes bang. They're like, he's better than that dude bangs. Right. And they're like, wait, what? I was like, yeah, she said it was better than sex. Any sex she's ever had. And according to her, she's had a lot of sex. <laughs> what a weird overshare, dude. Very strange. I, I don't. I don't. It makes me uncomfortable. I right. feel so uncomfortable. I, I was very. I was very uncomfortable yeah. because, like, number one, if a cook comes out of the kitchen, he put on a new apron just yeah. to come out. Right. Okay. Because we destroy. Right. Yeah. Those no, aprons. I get it. I understand. Yeah. And so I had put on a new apron to come out to try to look pretty. Which getting a cook at an Applebee's to look pretty is not an easy task. No, it's sweaty or gross. No one should want to see the cook. Right. Just don't ask. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do anything to say thank you to a cook, give the 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 server, like, a buck or two and be like, can you give this to the cook because the food yeah. was immaculate? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, all no, I need. Great, I, you yeah. don't want to see me, and I don't really actually want to see you. Like, I don't want to interact with you if I don't have to. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah, well, 100%. Yeah. But I get it. That was a very interesting and like interaction it's weird yeah it was really strange it would make me feel uncomfortable it was it was a little awkward given it doesn't take much to make me feel uncomfortable so well and it did i mean it came up with jokes where i came home from work and i looked at my wife and i was like you want some chicken and you want some sex (laughs) so apparently they're on the same ballpark yeah right right (laughs) like i make them on the same plane apparently 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 like let's just say my chicken is an experience unlike anything Any else you've ever had. It's a culinary experience, my Applebee's chicken. <laughs> <laughs> my cheap-ass frozen chicken breast. Let me tell you. Holy shit, it's a game changer. I don't think you know how good I am at this. <laughs> <laughs> you've never had chicken until you had the Applebee's chicken. Right. Apparently there's something about leaving it in the hot window for 20 minutes that makes it so damn good. <laughs> Cooked by a guy in his 20s. Right. <laughs> that probably dropped beard hair everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. That's great. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's knock this one out real quick. Um, okay. And it, it's it's just kind of a question. My four year old has a very prominent birthmark next to her eye. Okay. Advice, please. Uh, it is absolutely not a vanity thing. She's so perfect to me, and her birthmark is very unique. It was a shock when she came out, to say the least. But I've become accustomed to it more than that. I really have grown to love this defining characteristic of hers. Cool. I just know how cruel kids can be. Mm-hmm. I was made fun of at her age for my weight, and even now at my big age of 30, I'm still insecure about my weight. That's fair. The thought of putting her through what is essentially a cosmetic procedure terrifies me. Then don't. I'm just not sure it terrifies me as much as anybody making her feel less than. Okay. What would somebody, anybody do in my position? It's a difficult situation. Now, I've seen the birthmark. Okay, is it pretty significant? It's, I want to say it's like probably quarter size, maybe. Red or brown? Brown, like brown. dark, dark brown, and that's like right here. Okay. 
Number one, I get your concern. I do too. Uh, kids are mean and kids they're terrible people. And they are terrible people. What I will say is that growing up in a world where you're going to get teased. Yes. Like that is just what's going to happen. Every kid gets teased at some point in time. Typically. Nobody is immune to this. Okay. Unless you're perfect. Even when you're perfect, you're going to get teased for being perfect. Okay. Everyone gets teased. It doesn't matter who you are, what social economic level you are. It does not matter. No one's immune to it. No one is. Okay. But what it does is it helps to sculpt you. Now, you can either, like, that being insecure about your weight, even at 30, I can resonate with that. I was always a bigger kid. I was always a bit chunkier and this and that. But- being insecure about the weight, that's a personal thing you have to work through. Like, anymore, am I a little bit insecure about the fact that I'm a big guy? Mm, not really. To be honest with you, it's one of those, I'm a big dude. Deal with it. Yeah. I don't care. Like, I'm not worried about it anymore. Now, I was also a special kid where my hands were something that were made fun of constantly. I would imagine. Yeah. Just barrage, nonstop. It is what it is. Okay. I never took it too bad. There was only one or two times that I really lost my shit over it. But see, like I met you in high school, so at that point, that I point, really you, didn't care, right? You know, and was, at that point in time, kids aren't—that's not the go-to to make fun of somebody. Typically. No, but the last time I lost my shit was in high school over it too. So really, yeah, that's a different story for a different time. All right, I really—that I, one I want to know. Yeah, I—you know—I said it on here, but right, I'm, no, I'll tell you off air. It's yeah. fine. Um, but at the same time, it's—it's it's what sculpts your personality. Sure. Are you going to be tough? And you have to coach your daughter. Is what you're going to have to do. Is you're going to have to coach your daughter, and you're going to have to tell her, basically, like there are going to be days that this is going to suck. It's going to be awful. You're not going to want it. It's something you never want to deal with. And the fact that you're going to have to see your daughter broken because of this is going to be extremely difficult. But you have to know that when you raise them correctly and you coach them through this, that your daughter before she goes to school and your daughter after she gets through this, the woman she's going to be after she gets through this will be stronger and better for it. So you have to, as the parent, look at it and say, this is going to suck and it's going to take everything I have yes. to work through this with her because she needs someone that can work through this with her. Right. But when she gets out of this, she is going to be the one of the strongest, most independent women because of this. Yes. And I have to see the end goal. That's the whole trick. Like, I have children. I have a daughter that was getting teased. And it's tough because my daughter has epilepsy. Yeah. And so for a while at school, she had to wear, like, we got her a headband. That was like what figure skaters wear. So when they fall, they don't smash their head on the ground. It protects them. That makes sense. Right. Because I told my wife, I will not send my daughter to school in a helmet. Well, yeah. Which was the other option. Right. No, I get that. Right. It was like, no, we have to protect her head. A hundred percent. And so we found a different way around it. My daughter ended up liking it. She was like, it looks cool. And so I have no problem wearing it, which was like, oh, that's a win. Yes, because you don't want to go to school in the baseball helmet. Well, and not only that, but I don't want her to be like, fine, I'll wear it. And then she gets on the bus and thing comes off, you know. And so it was like, you've got to find something. But did she get teased for all this? Of course she did. 
you know, because she's at school having a seizure. She falls right in the middle of the class. Yeah. Like, you know, there was a lot of adaptions that had to happen because of it. But I will tell you this, and it was the moment that I looked at my wife and I kind of realized, like, we're doing things right. And it was amazing because we're at the hospital for, like, a 24-hour EEG where she's got to have all these diodes and stuff put on her head and everything and they're tracking this and that and the other and i see her and she's working on something in her notebook and i'm like well what are you working on you know because she always draws or does something whatever she goes i'm making a comic book i was like oh well that's cool you know like comic books are sweet so whatever i said well what's the comic book about she goes well it's about this girl who has a superpower i was like what's that and she goes it's like a sparkle superpower and when it happens she falls on the bad guys she was writing a comic book about herself yeah and made epilepsy her superpower and i looked at my wife was like holy shit where did this come from (laughs) like who are you this is incredible yeah to have a kid that they will hit that spot Mm -hmm. where it it, it turns into instead of it being this oh they're gonna make fun of me they're gonna brutalize me because of it it's you're fueling creativity at some point and at this, at, once that change happens, which it takes time, but when it does, you realize your 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 kid becomes stronger because of it and develops into a person that you didn't even expect to see. Okay. And so you have to be there. You just have to let it happen. And then you have to be there to catch her before she falls completely. Well, this is so much better advice than what I had because I, I'm not a parent, so right. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I know like children growth and development and stuff. I'm very equipped with right. that, but this sort of thing, not as much in my ballpark. I was going to be like, you know, makeup's come along. It has, <laughs> like, and it, that might be something you need. That's fine. And that might be something that she gets into when she's older or whatever. Right. She wants to conceal or so on and so forth. That way you would never have to worry about a procedure because there is makeup that can cover all that stuff. Oh, 100%. People can make their faces look any way they want. They can. (laughs) I've seen an 80-year-old woman look like she was 25. Yeah. It's amazing stuff. But there's going to be a time where that's going to be an empowerment for her. Yes. And if someday she's like, I, I like can't deal with it more. and she needs to put makeup on because sure. that's what she needs that day, then whatever. But don't make it where that's the requirement. Yeah. Make it where that's when she feels like doing it. But most uh, of the time she doesn't care because it's like, that's just who I am. Deal with it. Yeah. And the world we're living in now, the people with those things like alopecia and, you know, albino and birthmarks and stuff. It's being praised more than it's being negative anymore. Sure. The world has changed a lot. It's incredible in that aspect. In that aspect, yes. Where there is a there's an acceptance that did not exist when we were kids. And it isn't to say that kids aren't a little shithead still, but well, like well, they definitely are. <laughs> yeah, it, it still exists and it's always going to exist to a certain extent. But at this point in time, we are living in an age where being different is more widely accepted than it has ever been before. And right. you being different. People see uh, others picking on somebody for their difference, and it isn't the same as like when we were a kid. No, you know, it's when we were a nowhere kid, near the what it different was. kid got picked on. Everybody else was like, "Yeah, let's pick on the different yeah, let's kid." Let's just beat this kid to the ground because fuck of it. him, yeah. right? Because he's different. And I don't like it. We're just yeah. gonna do this. We're all gonna fit in this way, and we're just gonna right. outcast. This that is one. a bonding moment for the popular people. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much, right? You know, and now it's more along the lines of you get people going, hey, no. Nah, yeah, nah, now there's more people not, that stand up know. and go, hey, shut up. 
Mm. Like, no one talks about the fact that you can't wipe your ass after you take a shit and you smell like ass the entire day. <laughs> Leave her alone. Yeah. 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 So, no, I get it. I like your advice. This is a good one. I like that. I'm glad we uh, gave that to you. Yeah. Anyway. I, I'm I'm equipped to handle it. Yes, you are. Yes, it's you amazing. Are. It is amazing. Anyway, we've got to take a break. This is over for discussion on SalSayRadio.net. We'll be back right after this, so stick around. Solid State Radio, your alternative for local talk, local sports, and local music. The Sessions Concert Series is a great way to get up close and personal with the bands I play on Sessions. Another show is on its way with three bands you need to see live. Saturday, April 13th, come out to the Hitchin' Post in Lapeer. There you'll see Blue Sky, Mad Bastardson, and Attaboy. I'll be there as your MC. No tickets to buy, no cover charge, just come in and celebrate Michigan-made music. The Post is located at 1636 Emily City Road in Lapeer. This is a 21 and over show. Saturday, April 13th, starting at 8 p.m. Support local music. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Hey, it's the Goat Boy from Open for Discussion, a show where we give the best and worst unsolicited advice. Every week, we ask our audience questions and scour the internet for funny, relatable, and thought-provoking advice that we break down. Ever wanted to know if you're the a-hole in a situation? We got you covered. Join Gator and I every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. for witty banter, insightful conversation, and a general hodgepodge of a good time. Only on SolidStateRadio.net. You can now use your Alexa device to listen to Solid State Radio. Find the Solid State Radio skill in the Alexa app, and she will hook you up with your local alternative fix. Hey, Alexa, play Solid State Radio. Playing Solid State Radio. This is a game changer. This is going to blow things up. Self-destruct mode engaged in 5, 4, 3. No, wait, Alexa, cancel. Just one more way you can enjoy your local alternative, Solid State Radio. Alexa, you crazy around and find out. Are you tired of your project getting outsourced to contractors and subcontractors? Well, these are the sounds of a job well done, and that's what you can expect from Accurate Exteriors. Tony and his team will work with you one-on-one from the estimate all the way to the finished product. Whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, still have doubts? Check out their five-star ratings. Trust me, they can do it. They also have financing available. Give them a call for a free estimate at 810 394-2597. 
As I look around the studio and see things hanging on the wall, all the things that we're proud of and that we've done here in the studio and for the community, and I think to myself, how is it Trish does this? Trish over at Hall of Frames does an amazing job. So one day we went over and asked her, Trish, what is it? How do you see these things? She said, it's simple. If you're proud of it, frame it. And that is what she founded her business on. You'll find Hall of Frames at 392 West Nepissing Suite 3, downtown Lapeer. Telephone number 810-660-7874. That's 810-660-7874. When was the last time you visited downtown Lapeer? Hey guys, Jim from the Lapeer Main Street Hour here, and I want to invite you to rediscover downtown Lapeer and all that it has to offer throughout the fall and holiday season. With 13 dining establishments to choose from, downtown Lapeer has one of the hottest up-and-coming food scenes in the area. Make it a day and enjoy an afternoon of shopping, arts, and entertainment. With over 180 businesses, downtown Lapeer truly has something for everybody. Great food, shopping, entertainment, and more. Isn't it time you rediscovered downtown Lapeer? Hi, I'm Brian Herrick, owner of Happy Day Smoke and More. We're an old-school head shop with a unique atmosphere. We carry local CBD products along with a wide selection of vape and garden supplies, custom-blown glass and etching, also tattoo parlor, bulk tobacco, and much, much more. That makes us one-of-a-kind and no one like us. So come on in and let us help you find what you need. Happy Day Smoke and More is located next to Rick and Nick's Party Store south of Bad Axe. When you want to unwind, Cascade and Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. Solid State Radio. Discussion at SolidStateRadio.net. I'm your host, Adam the GoFoy Luthien. In studio with me is my co-host, Gator Grant. Hi. I, uh, I realized I didn't do the low high last time. <laughs> that felt awkward. Yeah, I don't happens. know if it felt awkward for you or not. Eh, not really. It was weird. I just, I just go. I know. <laughs> I'm just in go mode, But man. it was it was one of those, like, you go, and my co-host, Gator Grant, and instead of me being like, you know, hi, it was... Hi! Hi! Oh, that's weird. Uh, I don't like that. It's different. Yeah, don't do that. Never again. Nope. (laughs) Can't do it. That's fair. It's supposed to sound fun. Yeah, well, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, I, I, like I said, I'm just in go mode all the time, so it is whatever. <laughs> Swing man on whatever I'm I need to be. In it to win it. In it to win it. Yeah. I just, it's, I am whatever I need to be at that point in time. Yeah. So. We have more stuff to get to. We don't, like, have to get into MIB a hole yet, so I'm going to try to hit some of these other things. Yeah, dude. No worries. Um, oh, we've done a lot of shows. Yes, we have done a lot of shows. So they're all saved in here, and it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and like, even you with the remember. time off. Like, <laughs> like, it's hard to remember how often. Like, that's a lot of shows. We've been doing this for a long time, man. On a pretty consistent basis. For the most part, yeah. Until the last little bit. Yeah, but, you know, stuff happens. But, like, yeah. we're, you know, I mean, we've been doing this for a while. Yeah. You know, I, I still, I would still say that at this point in time, we are better than a lot of people that are on the radio. And, I mean, 
I know it sounds crazy. I've listened to other people's podcasts. I've I've listened to other radio shows and stuff like that. I've listened to the like the you know when you start talking about sports talk and stuff like that. I've listened to the big names around our town or whatever. Oh yeah. I can kick their asses. I guarantee it. I would be better than like mm, I would almost want to say like 70% of that that whole crew. I'd give you 70. That top 30 is hard to crack. I'm not talking about the big one. Yeah, but I say top 30 and top one. Good luck. Yeah, I'm not talking about the big one. Yeah. There's nothing. I got nothing there. People you love that be, guy. Yeah, I don't understand you, it, but, you know, Because it is what he's it is. intelligent. You think so? Yes, I do. I don't. I don't. The I don't arguments, hear it. The arguments he makes are not dumb arguments. They're intelligent arguments. No, he makes, because he makes legitimate arguments. Everybody right. else, are they're, they're pushing narratives. Right. They're He's pushing not narratives pushing one narrative. way or the other. He just gives you what it is straight up. But I've heard some of those arguments, and I would argue that he's not as intelligent as you think. Um, I, I mean, it's very possible at the end of the day he does sports radio for yeah, a living. Right. <laughs> like, but, I'm not saying that he's a genius, but no, no. I will say he's an intelligent host, which makes it in, it makes it's it endearing. easier and it's, more it's, fun to yeah, listen no, to. It's endearing because he gives you like straight up actual opinions and thought process on, on stuff that is not just this catered, whitewashed thing for right. the home crowd audience. And that's that's my big thing where I look at it and go like, why wouldn't you do that in the first place? Like, I don't see yeah. why that's a huge deal. But, I mean, when you've got somebody that literally looks at you and they're talking about football and signing players and everybody's yeah. worried about cap space and all this crap, and he looks at you and goes, that's made up. Yeah. Like, you guys stop looking at it like positive and negative and you have to add up to this. You can restructure anything to make anything work. Yes. And everybody wants to be like, well, they don't have the cap. This people have this much caps. Everyone has cap space. Yes. It's called prolonging payment. <laughs> you know, he's, he's very smart. No, and I get it. sports. Yes, with sports. <laughs> and there are other things that come up. Uh, you know, one of the arguments that I heard earlier in this week or whatever was the idea of the Tigers signing J.D. Martinez. That was his brainchild. You know, he goes, he's still out on the market. He's a solid player. A solid player. You can't say it wouldn't help the team. It's not yeah. going to be like super. Uh, we money isn't an issue anyway. We have such a right. low payroll. He goes, why not? And it's hard to make an argument against it. I agree. Like I yeah. heard that and I went, yeah, no, that makes sense to me. Throw I mean, him in left field and keep him around. No, he's DH. He's a DH at this. Oh, point. is he physically done? He's done. He's done. Well, plus our DH. outfielders are all like it's it's spoken for. Okay, so you throw him at DH, and then he teaches young guys how to swing. Because yes. at the end of the day, JD can swing. That's it. That's the thing. He knows how to swing, and it'd be a good addition, and it'd be it would make us competitive within the. And he'd be conference. more of a leader than Baez. Yes, yes, he would. Like by tons, yeah, exponentially, measurable amounts. But like, that's, I'm on board. Yeah, that, that's a fair pull, and that that was a fair pull. I listened to that. I go. I did yeah, hear no, that they right. were talking about signing Trent Bauer too. Oh, uh, yes. His name is Trent. <laughs> or what's his name? Bauer. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about the pitcher. Yes. Yeah, I heard they were like sign him. It's like mm, I think you I'd can, rather not. Yeah, I think you can get away from that. Like not trying to take away from the fact that he's a good pitcher. Yeah. But do you want that baggage with you? Well, that and he's also been on the league for you know two years now. And oh, I wonder why. Yeah, no, I know, I know, <laughs> I know the reasons and all that stuff. Anyway, regardless, Wasn't I'm not it Trent. What's his name? Bauer, pitcher. Trevor. Yeah, I was close. Yeah. Yeah, he's just no. 
I'd, I'd, I, I'd rather not. But yeah. like the the issue there is, it's also I really don't think it matters like the polls you make and so on and so forth. I think it does to a certain extent. I think that you need to you know implement guys, and there are certain things that I really like, like Canha and so on and so forth. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I think those are those are great upgrades. Not you know amazing or anything, but you're not looking for that right now. Okay. So last baseball question. Yeah. Because we got to move. We on. got other things. Yes. Yeah. You know, but yes, go ahead. Shoot it with the baseball question. Do the Dodgers ever win? Oof. Um, or are they too talented to win? Honestly, my my opinion when it comes to this, when you take a team that is very, very talented, that it makes it to the levels that they do every single year with consistency and having the payroll they have with consistency, um, you are always favored to win. Right. There's always the expectation. There's always the expectation. That's always going to loom over whatever, and you're always going to be in the talking. like that. And that's the thing. You're always in the talking because no matter what happens, the idea is just getting there. Right. Because anything can happen once you get there, which is clear with how that has shown itself. Right. right. So, which is why I'm wondering. Not to say – because there's no question they have the talent to. Right. Like, that is not a question. Absolutely. But are they too talented to win? Uh, no. I, I think that their talent levels is going to push them to that point. Like, were the Yankees too talented to win all those years? I don't think they were. They won a bunch of World Series, right? They did, but I don't think that, like, they weren't star-studded. Yes, they were. Were they? Yes, very much so. That's why the Yankees have the Yankees reputation. Right, like, I'd have to look at what they We like to think of, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was just a good they baseball They signed question. A-Rod, for Christ's sake. Well, like, yeah. Roster. When were they? They were like. Uh, it was 07, 08 was when it was back-to-back with the Phillies or whatever. That was one of the years or one of the time frames or whatever. But, you know, all you have to do, the, the point is all you have to do is get there. That's that's the issue. The weird thing about it is when you start thinking about time frames and stuff like that, when you have under-marketed or under-budgeted teams or whatever, or smaller-marketed teams, I should say, uh, you you have a small time frame. You have a small window, right? Okay. I'm retracting my statement. You should. Um, I'm looking at some names and going, oh, my God. Right. I forgot. You, you, you should retract yeah, that statement. Yeah, I, I forgot completely that and, they are... They were, they were dominant. Absolutely loaded. So the the idea is you talk about like time frames and windows, right? So like the Tigers had like a five year window, right? Yeah. Give or take, give or take a five year window ish. Yeah. Uh, so that that in that window they needed to win. That window closed. We did not win. You know, it, it is what it is there because we are not a big major market team. We're an okay market. We're not as bad as you know. Uh, Cleveland <laughs> right, <laughs> or or Kansas City for that matter where you get like one star player and that's all you never have but you know you uh, it's just it's a fun question because when you get that much talent pulled onto a roster it's getting them to play together and win is is an interesting thing to see happen especially and, when it's not a like where there's a couple good guys but yes. everybody is an all-star and, and the, you know, the only one that they've won was the Mickey Mouse trophy, if you want to call it that, during right. the COVID season. So, like, it, it gets to be interesting in that regard. And I understand your question. Mm-hmm. I really do. Uh, but my argument for that is always if you are a good team and you have a good enough roster around you and if you are the one that is winning the season outright every single year 
every year you are a contender. Every year you are there. I don't think that you're too good to win. I think you're doing the best that you can possibly do. The weird thing about professional sports, and that's any single professional sport, but especially in baseball and especially hockey. Hockey, it matters the most. It is the team that is hot going into the playoffs. That's the team that has the most juice. Take a look at the right. Philadelphia Phillies the year that they made it to the World Series. I think it, was, it wasn't last year. It was the year before, I believe. Um, oh, I'm, I'm not looking any harder. I, I don't care. I'm not. The, the yeah. point being that no one even expected them to make the playoffs. They ended up making it to the World Series. How did they make it to the World Series or whatever? You know, because well, they were... They were hot. They were hot. They came in with a hot hand. That's all it takes. That's what you need. You know, the problem with the Dodgers, I think, is that you have all this talent, and it's great. You're always going to get a bye week. Yeah. Okay. Either way, let's move on. So, all right. uh, Just a fun little side question. No, 100%. And I'm I'm all for that. I love talking baseball, as you know. I know. That's why I had to pull you. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man, this one is way too long to get into right now. Uh, We would have had it started with that. Well, we don't have a whole lot of time before we have to take a break. We're back on a schedule. Yeah, so I'm going to have to. We're going to switch to MI the A-hole for now because that one is just, it's it's too long. Okay. I like it, but we can't do it. Fair Um, enough. Let's do a smaller one about school. Would I be the A-hole if I took my kids out of a school week early, even though my wife disagrees? Yes. And this is misleading. Okay. The question itself is misleading because when he says a week early, I read through it. I read through it multiple times to make sure I was getting it right because the title threw me off. Okay. He's talking about one day. It is one day. One day can be a lot when the kids are going to get pulled out of school. I know. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there to you is all. I would still say yes because your wife disagrees. Disagreeing with you, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I have two kids, four, uh, 15 and 14, sophomore and freshman. This school year, they've been making really good grades, 3.7 plus, and even juggling sports and or clubs with that as well. I acknowledge that high school is difficult between academics and social lives and athletics slash hobbies. Uh, over, over spring break, April 1st through 5th, my wife and I were planning a five to seven day trip with our kids to Vegas because, well, we don't have anything else to do. I told my kids about it. They seemed pretty happy for a getaway and a break. Okay. Uh, so on Saturday, my wife and I were looking at hotel bookings. I brought up the idea of leaving on Good Friday, 29th of March, and coming back a week later on the 5th. Okay. I also added that they could probably stay home on Thursday just to relax as well. So, okay, two days. So okay. that's two extra days, right? Uh, this is the part where my wife's face made the sound of a 1997 Windows PC shutting down. Oh. Uh. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. She is very, you go to school unless you're sick. She's not a mental health day person. The idea of missing school Thursday and Friday, our potential bookings were uh, about 6 a.m., was a huge no-no. Okay. Uh, she just began to ask me why they needed to skip that day in my, with my reasoning being mostly, A, kids need a break. Okay. B, these same kids have missed only one day of school so far. Okay. C, they're good kids. Why not reward them? Even after a lot of talking, she still won't budge. I've been thinking about, I've been thinking that maybe I could have them uh, take one day off anyway, but I'm asking here to see if I would be in the wrong before I do anything that could be seen as dumb. Uh, Am I the a hole? Um, So I I got a funny feeling that the conversation of just taking Good Friday, Mm -hmm. that would probably be one of those where she might be more apt to say yes. Because it's the Friday before spring break. Yes. Which 
we both know nothing really happens. No. And so that one, I could understand the argument being like, it's Good Friday. It's a Friday before whatever, and we can get a jump start on our vacation. That's understandable. But to say Thursday, too, it's like, why do they need Thursday, too? Yeah, so here's your problem. You pitched another day. You pitched right. a day of you, just you rest overswung. for no reason. You, you overswung, absolutely. Like, yeah. And don't get me wrong. I like the idea of giving them Thursday because I'm all for well, like, that yeah, time off and stuff, too. Because you need right? to get packed. You don't have to rush. And then yeah, Friday morning, you can just take off, and everybody's clear-headed and ready to rock lot, and roll. It's a lot better of a tangible. It's a lot better yeah, on paper. I, I, get, I get it. I understand. She made a hard no, and that's understandable because you're taking your Because if you take your kids out on Thursday, you are legitimately taking them out for no reason at that point. Exactly. Whereas, like, the Friday thing, yeah, why not make it a whole week? Right, you know? just have fun with it. And just, you know, Friday, I don't think, if he would have approached her with just Friday, it probably would have gone a lot better. So, I, I and if you do something without your wife's uh, permission, and not necessarily permission, that's a bad word, I don't like that. Approval. Uh, approval or... Uh, validation. Validation, yeah, that's a good one. Let's do that, validation. Just not being good. on the just, same page. Yeah, yeah, when you're not on the same page, uh, you know, you're doing something against your wife's wishes. We'll put it that way. Yes. You're like, you do something that she disagrees with uh, just because you're going to do it. Uh, you're an a-hole. That's a bad idea. Don't yeah. do that. Don't do that because you're going to cause turmoil right before you go and take a vacation away. Right. Do you really want to deal with that nonsense? Yeah. And she and can't. You're also putting her in a bad position because you're taking a position of power at this point. Right. You're trying you're, to make a power play. You're not acknowledging her thoughts and processes on it. You're going to go take a vacation where you're stuck with each other, and the only person that you, she can't argue with you on it because your kids are there with you. Right. And, and you're the fun, cool dad now. Right. And mom's going to look like a bitch. And right. you can't do that. Well, and the thing is, too, is like if you'd have never asked, like if you'd have just been like, okay, we're going to leave Friday. Is that cool? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we'll leave Friday. And then like Thursday, you know, the kids are still home. She goes, what are they doing home? I thought we were just taking Friday. It's like, oh, yeah, um, we are taking Friday. I just thought if we have them home Thursday, we can get packed up and go. Oh, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of it, but I get it. Okay. But the fact is you've already had a conversation. You and know, she's already established that she's not okay with it. Right. You're now, it, it's the realm of it's better to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission. You asked for permission first, and you were told, told no. no. And now to do it is an act of defiance. Yes. And it, it will breed nothing but frustration, and it will Resentment. Taint. It's not good. Yeah, it'll taint your entire trip. Exactly. And plus. So, so don't do this. No, don't do this. This is a terrible idea. I would renegotiate. I would take bring it back to the table. Right. Renegotiation and say, like, listen, I get it. You know, you're right. But Friday would be super helpful. You know, we would get a full week. Yeah. It would uh, make okay. more sense. Yeah. Like, we said no to Thursday and Friday, and I understand. Let's just do Friday and make life easy. And okay. It, that's a fair. Yeah. And that's fair. And if she says no to that still, then, then no. You're done, guy. Yeah, just let it you go. tried, but you Try failed. to come back on Saturday instead. Right. You like, know? you goofed it. You you screwed the pooch, buddy. And it, now you got to deal with it. It is what it is. And honestly, I'm all a fan of talking about things before anyway. Like, that communication is right. important. I would rather ask for permission than forgiveness on this. Yeah. And even if you get the no, then you get the no. And that's okay. You know, at least you're on the same page at this point. Right. And we're going to be honest because you can't. In this case, you're talking about school with kids, right? Right. So you, you have to... <laughs> There's no way she's in the wrong here. You can't right. sit there and be it's like, not, my talk's not being met or my needs aren't being met. Like, you know, you're asking for something that really doesn't need to be asked for. So, like, 
She's right. right. There's no other way around it. You don't get to complain. It is what it is. She's right on this one. Yeah, and you got to deal with it because she's not wrong. So, yes, and don't do this because you will be an a-hole. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. With that in mind, we're going to go ahead and take a break. You guys listen to <laughs> Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. Stick around. The Sessions Concert Series is a great way to get up close and personal with the bands I play on Sessions. Another show is on its way with three bands you need to see live. Saturday, April 13th, come out to the Hitchin' Post in Lapeer. There you'll see Blue Sky, Mad Bastardson, and Attaboy. I'll be there as your MC. No tickets to buy, no cover charge, just come in and celebrate Michigan-made music. The Post is located at 1636 Emily City Road in Lapeer. This is a 21 and over show. Saturday, April 13th, starting at 8 p.m. Support local music. Swiftlet Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Hey, it's the Goat Boy from Open for Discussion, a show where we give the best and worst unsolicited advice. Every week, we ask our audience questions and scour the internet for funny, relatable, and thought-provoking advice that we break down. Ever wanted to know if you're the a-hole in a situation? We got you covered. Join Gator and I every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. for witty banter, insightful conversation, and a general hodgepodge of a good time. Only on SolidStateRadio.net. You can now use your Alexa device to listen to Solid State Radio. Find the Solid State Radio skill in the Alexa app, and she will hook you up with your local alternative fix. Hey, Alexa, play Solid State Radio. Playing Solid State Radio. This is a game changer. This is going to blow things up. Self-destruct mode engaged in 5, 4, 3. No, wait, Alexa, cancel. Just one more way you can enjoy your local alternative, Solid State Radio. Alexa, you crazy around and find out. Are you tired of your project getting outsourced to contractors and subcontractors? Well, these are the sounds of a job well done, and that's what you can expect from Accurate Exteriors. Tony and his team will work with you one-on-one from the estimate all the way to the finished product. Whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, still have doubts? Check out their five-star ratings. Trust me, they can do it. They also have financing available. Give them a call for a free estimate at 810-394-2597. As I look around the studio and see things hanging on the wall, all the things that we're proud of and that we've done here in the studio and for the community, and I think to myself, how is it Trish does this? Trish over at Hall of Frames does an amazing job. So one day we went over and asked her, Trish, what is it? How do you see these things? She said it's simple. 
If you're proud of it, frame it. And that is what she founded her business on. You'll find Hall of Frames at 392 West Nepissing Suite 3, downtown Lapeer. Telephone number 810-660-7874. That's 810-660-7874. When was the last time you visited downtown Lapeer? Hey guys, Jim from the Lapeer Main Street Hour here, and I want to invite you to rediscover downtown Lapeer and all that it has to offer throughout the fall and holiday season. With 13 dining establishments to choose from, downtown Lapeer has one of the hottest up-and-coming food scenes in the area. Make it a day and enjoy an afternoon of shopping, arts, and entertainment. With over 180 businesses, downtown Lapeer truly has something for everybody. Great food, shopping, entertainment, and more. Isn't it time you rediscovered downtown Lapeer? Hi, I'm Brian Herrick, owner of Happy Days Smoke and More. We're an old-school head shop with a unique atmosphere. We carry local CBD products along with a wide selection of vape and garden supplies, custom-blown glass and etching, also tattoo parlor, bulk tobacco, and much, much more. That makes us one of a kind and no one like us. So come on in and let us help you find what you need. Happy Days Smoke and More is located next to Rick and Nick's Party Store south of Bad Axe. When you want to unwind, Cascade and Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. I think we're going to round out with some more MIVA holes. I think I, the other topic that's longer or whatever, I, I would like to do that at a different point in time if we do it at all. Oh, that's fair. So let's, Plus, I'm a tired boy. Yeah, so let's just, let's just let's softball these ones, yeah? Woo! Woo! I'm ready. All right, all right. So this one's kind of interesting. Am I the a-hole for not allowing our daughter's boyfriend to stay with her on the trip we are paying for and offering an ultimatum? Stay with her. Oh, no. You're not an a-hole. Okay. Interesting. My husband, our 16-year-old son, and I are going next month to visit our daughter at her college, which is a few states away. Okay. Okay. She is a freshman. She has been with her boyfriend, Steve, for three years. Steve. Steve is a really great kid, but since money is a bit tighter in his family, he is doing two years at a junior college while working up to save for the school my daughter attends. Okay. Fair enough. We have never taken him on a trip, but since he says money is tight, we decided to bring him with us on in, in our visit to see our daughter. Okay. That's uh, nice of you. He visited her once on his own back in fall, but due to his finances, he wouldn't be able to afford another trip this school year. Okay. He was over the moon when we invited him. Fair enough. We don't want him to pay for a single thing. Okay. His flight, his hotel room, he will be sharing it with our son. They get along really well. And his food and drink will be paid for by us. Fantastic. Really nice people. And really, we are glad to do it. We've also never really had a disagreement with Steve until now. Mm. Okay. When speaking to my daughter about plans, the hotel came up. This is when I found out that my daughter's dorm roommate is out of town for the weekend, and she plans to have Steve stay in her dorm with her for while we visit. No. I told her absolutely not. I'm right there with you. I'm not flying this dude out so he can stay in the room and bang you all weekend. 
I said, what they do when we aren't there is their business. But since we are going to be there and funding the whole trip, he will be staying at the hotel. I'm so on board. Call my husband and I old school or traditionalists, but we are Christians. The idea of them staying together on our visit makes us uncomfortable. Fair enough. We think we're being rather generous to take him in the first place. I agree wholeheartedly. The word got back to Steve. He actually called me and asked why he couldn't stay with our daughter. Uh, you can I explained. Ask. <laughs> my, I explained my reasons above, and he got irate. He tried to pull the adult card. I said, "Steve, here's the deal. If you want to stay with her, that's fine. You will still be welcome to tag along with our family, but here will be separate. But there will be separate checks on every meal, and he could figure his own way there." He said, "We know he can't afford that." And I said, "We all we ask is that you sleep in a hotel." He agreed, but now my daughter is saying we embarrassed him, and he's thinking of not coming. Not my problem. Yep. Not an a-hole at all. You're you're offering him a lot of things. Yes. You're being more than supportive. Yes. And you make one stipulation. The stipulation is simply, we would love for you to come so you can visit your, your girlfriend, mm -hmm. our daughter, because we know it's important to you guys, and it's, it's great. But if you're going to come with us, the rule is this. If you were staying at my house, you wouldn't be able to sleep in the same room as her. This is the same thing. Okay. That's just as simple as it is. I'm paying for it. Technically speaking, my house, my rules. You don't like it, pay for it on your own. So the internet disagrees with you. Of course they do. They disagree with you heavily. Bring it on. I don't care. And guess, guess who doesn't care either? The parents. I'm on the fence. Okay. I'm on the fence about it because, one, you're, like, I get it. The idea that you go, well, not while we're there on our dime or whatever, but you're aware that they're already doing that. Probably. That doesn't mean I'm here to support it. Mm. I'm not going to enable it. Yeah. I, so in my mind, it's a moot point. And that's that's where it gets to to an interesting thing. Like, I understand where you're coming from. I'm not going to pay for you to bang my daughter. Like, that's, that's the thought well, yeah, process. That's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but... It's spending time together. You're looking at it in the most callous of ways. Yes, I am. Yes. Because I'm an adult and I'm not stupid. I know what happens when a girlfriend or boyfriend mm -hmm. visits a girlfriend or boyfriend in, in college. college. I am well aware of exactly what takes place. And so you're already aware that it happened once already. I'm positive of it. And probably multiple times and also in your house. More so. than likely. <laughs> Which I'm not okay with it happening in my house, but you know kids will be kids and i understand that yes but that doesn't mean that i'm going to rent a hotel and give them both the key and say this room is your guys do what you please mm -hmm. i will be on in a different hotel so you don't even have to see me yeah no i see i don't see it this way i just don't like I, this is why i'm on the fence about it because in in a way i do believe that you're right and the idea that you're you're doing this nice generous thing like you're providing all this stuff you're taking them along you didn't have to do that right that makes sense i get it right you know and it is one stipulation and honestly in order to see my significant other i would totally take that stipulation right right like wouldn't you just be excited at the fact that they invited me and they're gonna pay for me so i get this experience oh 100 like whatever you say goes because i don't want to disrupt the boat because i'm getting everything and more than i could ask for out of this 100 percent. so i'm just going to be grateful i i am completely on board with that and that's kind of where i sit you right. know uh but it's like someone saying i'm going to take you on vacation but uh you know, you don't get to go to a strip club. 
Yeah, no, I mean, to to a certain extent, you know, yeah. Yeah. I I just... Like I said, I, I look at it... Well, I mean, I'm not paying for anyone to go to a strip club. That's on their... If they That's what do it I'm on, but, saying. But here's the thing. If they want to do it on their own time... Well, we're on vacation. You know, if I'm going to go off and do something else or whatever, and their that's free different. time, they want to go do that, then that's different. In right. this situation, you know, you could even argue that you could had take the hotel room and turn it into one hotel room, right? And then the son can sleep in the same room or whatever as the parents, and you would save money or whatever on that. And, uh, you know, you could no. stay. Uh, no, I, 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 I get where you're I'm coming from. I'm making different I'm just simply from a traditional standpoint, which yes. they said they're traditional parents. No, I get I don't, the traditional thing. Right. I don't agree with the traditional thing. That's that's my biggest. That's fair. Thing. You don't have like, to agree with it, but at the same time, like if my daughter was away at college, okay, what? like I have to put myself sure. in the shoes as parents. If yes. my daughter was away at college and her boyfriend was back home, but uh-huh. he's a nice guy and we all get along sure, and he yeah, treats yeah, her yeah. well and all that, he's respectful and honest, and I'm on, I'm on board. It is a, what it is, and I go, hey, I'm going to go visit her at college. The family and I, we'd like to bring you along if you'd like to come. Oh. I, I would love to, but I can't afford it. No, we're going to pay your way. We want you to, you're part of the family. We sure, get yeah, it. I get it. Then it's like, oh, cool. Okay. Well, would you mind if I just stayed at the, at the dorm with your daughter? No. What? I would mind. So no. Yeah. I'm not okay with that. Sure. Well, I visited her once before. That's between you two. But if you're with my family. Yeah. Then No. Because I'm not going to go pick up my daughter for breakfast at her dorm, knock on the door, and here's Johnny in his undies answering the door to my daughter's dorm. No. Uh I'm going to flip shit. What you do is what you do, but I don't need to be actively part of what's happening. Well, I would hope that they're not that stupid, but like... I, I I would hope that they're not that stupid, Gator. That's they're that's college kind of, kids. Man. It doesn't matter. We're I was a college dumb. kid. Yeah, and we were dumb. Not that dumb. I mean, we were pretty dumb. Not that dumb. You might have been. I'd know I wouldn't do that. <laughs> like if I know my dad's gonna come and pick me up at like a certain point in time. Right. I'm dressed. They're dressed. We're good to go. There I is mean, no like weird thing. Yeah, but I. I'm on board with the parents on this one, and uh, there's no way I, I can... I have to play devil's advocate. Here. I know you do, and I understand the the argument where it's one of those, they're 18, they're adults, they make their own decisions, and I can't shelter my kid from everything once they become an adult. I can't. And so I understand that if they decide to do that, that's up to them. Yes. I hope they make responsible decisions in those moments. Sure. But it is up to them. But that doesn't mean that I have to enable that to happen. And I think it's an apples to oranges comparison. I don't think you're enabling anything to happen. Like, I get it that he wouldn't be out there at that point in time or whatever. But if he could be out there at any point in time, it would happen anyway. These are just the things that I think of. So, like... It's, you know, because a lot of people would be like, oh, I may as well just give him a pack of condoms and send him on his way. That's a different thing. That is not the same thing. No, because I probably would. I'd be like, at the very least, please use these. <laughs> like, I get That's you hilarious. guys are going to do what you're going to do. Uh, yeah. I'm not an idiot. I'm an adult. I was a young male at one point in time in I my life. I don't ever want to have that but discussion. please don't <laughs> make me a grandpa this weekend. Yeah. I don't want to have that discussion. But, like, it's it's... I mean... Don't get me wrong. My adult daughter yes. tells me that something is happening, which, number one, I don't need to hear about it. 
because when you're an adult, I don't need to know those things. Sure. But as an adult, would I look at her and go, okay, understand I'm not the biggest fan of the choices you're making. Yeah. I'm really not. Sure. I wish you would be a little bit more, you know, restrictive. Safe, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, whatever it may be. But I get that this is probably something you're going to do and this is a route you're going to take. At the very least, can you do this? Because I don't feel like being a grandpa yet. Like I said, I, <laughs> like, I'm on, I, like the when we bring this up, it's a weird thing because I am on the fence about it because I do agree with the idea like it, if you really love your girlfriend, like you really want to spend time with her and see her or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Go do it. Like, do the stipulation. Right. Don't bitch about it. Making the phone. I don't have a problem with him calling him up and being like, hey, uh, why can't I stay? Like, I wouldn't mind having that conversation. Right. But I'm not going to throw a bitch fit about it either when they say, hey, like, listen, buddy, our rules, this is our trip. This is how, you know, you want to do this. And then I'm like, hey, no, fine. I get it. Thank you. Still very appreciative. Sorry. Just had to, right. I had like, to have the conversation. Why double down? Why aren't you backing off? Like and, and this is this is my issue here with the whole thing because like I with the guy, don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. You're getting a free trip to go right. out and see Just somebody you care about. Just be appreciative and grateful. You spent three years with her. Clearly, you, you, I would hope that you love her or have like the, the whatever feeling. Right. That's and do akin. you not think that at some point in time there will be an opportunity where mom, dad, and brother are like, hey. You know, it's been great. We enjoy seeing it. We got done eating. We're going to go back to the hotel, probably go into the pool if you guys want to come over and do that. But we're going to head back there, and then we'll see you guys in a couple hours because you guys need some time for your own. And I'm scheming, man. I'm scheming everywhere. <laughs> right. And those opportunities yeah. are going to present, present themselves. Itself. Yeah. And that's like that's going to happen, and we get it. We understand. Hey, And it's bang time. And listen, you're 20 years old. It's going to be like five seconds anyway right like <laughs> and not only that and kathy brings up a good thing she goes you have to think about the sun too yeah because you are the sun like is probably high school age sure. at this point yeah, i would imagine and so you have to continue like there's still a kid in your presence that you have to continue that parental role where it's this is how we're raising our child this is how we're presenting this is what's acceptable this is what's not acceptable and oh i don't care about that see i do i don't i i don't look at it that way because your kid's in high school or whatever he's he already knows. done terrible things oh, I, I mean probably you, you you're 13 years old you all of a sudden know what 69 means <laughs> Right? Like, I, I'm serious. You know all this stuff, especially yeah. in the days of internet porn. So, like... Yeah, fair enough. It, it's it a just, dangerous world, man. Yeah, you know what a, a glizzy gobbler is? No. You ever heard that term? No. No, but I guarantee you that, like, when your son's 10, he will... My son is nine. <laughs> yeah. Glizzy gobbler? Yeah. They call glizzies, like, that's a... That's a, that's a hot dog. Yes. So she just likes eating hot dogs? Hot dog gobbler. Think about it, Gator. Come on now. Gobbler. It's a gaming term. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's not great. No, it's not, isn't it? You know? It's just it's not really all that fucking good. And that's this is this is my argument. This is my point. World's different, and it's yeah, not even it changed a lot, didn't it? But not really, not really. 
You really want to think about it? No. You really want to think no, about it? No, I don't want to think about it. You don't want to think about it. No. no, you don't, do you? No, I no. really don't. Because you know. I know. You know. <laughs> you like, like People love to put blinders on when they become a parent. They like, do. That's, that's the, the best thing. It's like, what we want to do because we don't want to acknowledge the nasty, horrible crap we were. And some people don't have, you know, they're not putting on blinders. They are woefully ignorant. And, that's true. I've met those people, oh, too. I have met tons of those people. Yeah. But, you know, the truth of the matter is I know you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's the thing i can sit here and be like no it's not that bad and you know this and that. this is the same man that when he was baked out of his mind on something something which half the time we didn't know what that something was <laughs> would run around a co-ed dorm in a thong with a luchador mask yes so yes I am aware of the negative repercussions of actions <laughs> and have been a uh, strong proponent in these things happening. Listen. Uh, that doesn't mean I want to enable my son to do the same things. The hilarious thing is I take a lot of the dark side on this show for, like, you know, extremisms and stuff, especially yeah. at youthful ages. I was a fucking Boy Scout. I'm about to say, comparatively, you were wonderful. In comparison to, like, 90% of the people that I know, mm-hmm. I was a Boy Scout. Yeah, yeah I chain-smoked Marlboros at 15, but, like, aside Th- from that... If that's the worst like, it got, like, really? Yeah, no, I mean, to be honest, it was pretty, you know... I led a pretty like good kid life in comparison right. to what other people did. Well, and even this in is comparison a... to the other side of the table here. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I am no saint. I, I have never claimed to be a saint. No, and I'm aware of this. And this is this right. is my argument. This is my point when I go back to this. Because everybody that becomes a parent, they love to put these blinders on. And either they do it willfully or unwillingly or you know they just they, they try to forget their past like it never happened or whatever or right. like my kids aren't like me but they are you because that's how genetics work right that's just the way things also happen. society but like right you know it's just we you know love how... to put those blinders on and then the other people that are just woefully ignorant god bless you right god bless you because yeah. like you, gonna you wake just up don't soon. fucking know right and that's a problem yeah. Because if anything happens in your world, yeah, you didn't want it. Yeah, you didn't expect it. Yeah, you hope for better. But you know. Right. You know it's Nothing's happening. a shock. Yeah. It no, shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a shock to your system when something happens that you weren't expecting or didn't think would happen, but it you knew it could. Bingo. Which is why I'm on the board with, like, I get that you're probably going to do things just... Be intelligent about how you do things. Oh, 100%. I'm not disagreeing with that. Like I said, you don't you don't just go in and absolutely enable every opportunity or right. whatever. But if you're going to offer the trip, you they're know already doing it. Right. Let it happen. I mean, why? Why the source of contention? Why put your, your foot down or whatever? Either, either your daughter's already a Puritan saint or she's not. We know what actually is. Like, we're not dumb. Uh, no no kidding but like, at the same time i'm not going to enable it but That's you, all. you look at it as enabling it it's already happening and we already right, discussed it you're going to find the work around anyway I, I know they're gonna find the work but i'm not gonna lay years. out the red carpet for it but there's also more importance to the idea of staying the night together than it is just about sex and you know that in college 
Yeah, in college. I don't think there is. I really don't. I see. You're, you're so I, wrong. You're so I, off. I might you're so be. Off. I might be. Maybe it was because of where my brain was in college, which was everywhere. <laughs> see, <laughs> drugs are incredible things. <laughs> <laughs> no, as, as a person who's always been searching for the elusive mayflower or mayfly known as love you know like it's right. it's one of those things where like yeah no i think there's an appreciation of what it can be when you're older i disagree but i think as a kid i think as a kid it's important to have those experiences because you actually have deeper thoughts and connections that way and that way Maybe. when it is like the spending the night thing it isn't just relegated towards sex see what you're doing is you're establishing the connection of stay the night equals sex stay the night equals sex when it could equal closeness bonding yeah, getting to intimacy. know each other at a deeper level intimacy yes yeah late night conversations that only happen right before you're about moments. to fall asleep yeah. as you're very close to somebody that bond building that safe place of holding somebody next to you as they're falling asleep or maybe just maybe you got a glimpse of what this man actually is with mm -hmm. him throwing a fit and that's a possibility, and maybe too. maybe you let it happen, and then, like, two days into, like, a four-day trip, like, your daughter looks at you and goes, I don't want to see him anymore. And as a dad, you're like, I can make that happen, sweetheart. <laughs> He's on the first plane out. Screw that boy. I'm not looking to defend Steve and his reaction if... That is the actual reaction that's happened. If that's the true reaction, Steve because needs to take a self-check. This is the other part of this, right? This is this is where it comes. And, like, once again, I'm on the fence about this. Like, I lean more to just let the kids do what they want to do because they're going to fucking do it anyway. Right. Like, that's just my belief. You're just being high and mighty and it's stupid. Stop being stupid. But I also do believe you're paying the way and all this other stuff. And there's one stipulation. Stevie Boy doesn't get to bitch because... He's getting he's everything gonna, else. Well, he's getting everything, and he's going to go see the person he loves because at the end of the day, that's the most important thing. And right. that's what should be the most them, important thing. You get to see them, touch them, hug them. Yes, actually spend time with them, which is everything that I would want yeah. if I Talk don't get to face see somebody. To face instead of through a phone. Bingo. Right. Yeah, so if you were like, hey, you can't have sex with this person the entire time that you get to see them, but you get to spend a week with them on our dime. Okay. Bingo. Fine with it. Yep. Don't care. Like, I will agree to anything at the fact that I get to see them. Yes. And I know there will be opportunities arise. Eventually. If that is a focus or a focal point. No, but no, even no. if it's no. not, it doesn't matter. If I, I'll tell you what, if I had to put on like a chastity belt to go see the person for the week. Deal. Deal. I'll give you the key. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Right. I'm just excited at the fact that I get to do this and I don't go broke in the process. Because I love that person and that's I, spending the time with them is what is what matters the most. Right. So that's that's the part where like if Stevie Boy is throwing a fit, like not a fan, just not a fan right. in general. I just I don't become like it. not a fan of Steve. Yes, like absolutely. that's it. Is I just I lose a, a lot of respect for Steve. That is if the daughter isn't putting that on in the first place because you didn't have Steve complain about it in that light. Your daughter's telling you this stuff. Which, maybe the daughter's playing a game. Possibly. But I'd rather believe that Steve is just a douche. Of course you would, because you're always going to want to take that route. But well, yeah, I want to side with my daughter over 100%, Steve. 100%, but at the same time, you know... 
a young woman fabricating things to make her way get you know to yeah, make your get self yeah, get to, her way to right get her way yeah, yeah. She, mm. that's never happened never once in my life you know yeah they've I, never yeah i've never heard of a, a young woman being manipulative all right never heard or of a that. young man you know right your son goes oh you know dad you really hurt feelings and all these other things hey dad i don't really want him you know. in a room with me anyway he snores a lot and he smells funny <laughs> yeah no, you just it, it, I'm telling you, like, there's a lot of different things here. I'm on the fence about it, but at the end of the day, I don't think... I think you're kind of an a-hole because it's going to happen anyway and you need to get your head out of your ass. And if you're going to make an offer, just make an offer. Don't put fucking stipulations on it. But at the end of the day, I think Steve's the bigger asshole if he's the one who's making this uh, if he's a truly making deal. This because a big deal, at the same time, you really should just be with the person you love, and that's it, right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's just it. But, you know, the, the blinders thing, I mean, it just it drives me nuts. It just drives me absolutely up It does, because we never want to admit fault in front of our children. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, we've gotten to the age with our kids now, too, that certain topics have to come up. Like, certain yeah. conversations are required to have happen. And one of those conversations is about drugs. Yes. And, you know, like, we as kids, we went through D.A.R.E. That was our introduction. <laughs> that, was, that was what they thought was our introduction to drugs, was, which it was not. I was one of two people, and they asked after D.A.R.E., they are like, well, do you see yourself doing drugs or drinking? And I was just like, well, yeah, people drink. Like, I know I'm right, going like, to drink. Yeah, I'm probably going to. Um, but, like... Having to have the conversation where instead of it being like, make a commitment never to do drugs right now and this and that. I tell the kids it'll be one of those like, guys, drugs in this world exist and they learn the good and the bad drugs. Like, you know, how a good drug can be bad or how to use a good drug the right way and things like that. And they're just like, oh, okay. And I mean, granted, they're young and, you know, this and that. But at the same time, concept of it. Right. Like they don't quite understand, but they'll be like they looked at me and they're like, well, have you ever done drugs? I'm like, yes. And they go like, what? You know, because curiosity is a big deal. And that's where you have to throttle it. Yeah, like... Like, I'm not going to sit there and go, well... In college! You know, PCP's awesome. <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to go that route, you know. But it, it's... Am I going to look at him and go, yes, I have. And, you know, there's going to be a time where you experiment in your life. But you need to keep your level head in those yeah. moments. Like, yeah. in those moments, did I see and was offered drugs that could have completely altered who i am today most definitely like watching things happen and going whoa and here's the thing like even in those moments having the level enough head that you look at something and you realize immediately i thought i was okay but i'm looking at this going that's not okay and there is that level and you have to keep that that sanity when you're in those moments and so it's just teaching them those things where it's like things can be fun on relatively good levels but you have to be in the moment the right way and even when you make a dumb decision be intelligent about how you make it because you can experience things and be safe or you can be a complete idiot and end everything very quickly I'm not gonna lie. I don't think you can experience things and be safe anymore. I don't think that's. In this no, world. I think with how weird things have gotten, it's yeah. so over oversaturated with stronger stuff I that think I've never. The even... fentanyl thing has oh ruined God. pretty much every. Yeah, one hundred percent. And by the way, anybody whatever, at home, hard. um, 
when if you have judgmental thoughts about people t- finding fentanyl and stuff, stop. Yeah. Stop your judgmental thoughts because if you've never had it, you don't know. And I will tell you, in a legal sense, where I was prescribed it and had it in the hospital, mm-hmm. I understand fully why people go to the extent they do to try to get it. That well, was absolutely incredible. That's that's not really even the issue. The issue is is that you would take something that would be considered to be a hard drug, but like a lighter hard drug. Right, but it'd be laced with something, and you wouldn't know. And it. you die. Yeah, because, because that it's the drug too much. can do that to you. So exactly. This is this is the point. Like I don't I don't think there's any world where like the safe really way to a do safe thing, thing no. to do anything. I don't think unless you're a chem- safe to unless do. you're a chemist and you're synthesizing it yeah, yourself. You know, I don't think which that's the, fine. Go to college, be a chemist, figure it out, know. and then test it out later. That's I don't think fine. Cocaine safe anymore? I no, don't think any of that not. stuff is like you know. Not that I'd make the argument for it in the first place, but I think that people used to be able to do it with limited repercussions. Yeah. Uh, given it's it, it's a that's not a discussion I'd want to have with kids. I don't you don't need to go that far or anything like that. That's just no. But the idea is the blinders thing. You're aware of what you did. Come on, yeah, people. Just be just, self-aware just, and admit you it. You don't have to tell them your stories. Don't do no, that. But be honest. Yeah. Don't paint yourself like an angel when you're not. <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you next Sunday. Open for discussion on SolidStateRadio.net.